Oh man, that's a fun one right there. Who was not just bebopping around all over your living room or your kitchen or wherever you're playing Star Trek Fleet Command, ready to listen to Talking Trek? We were bebopping all over the place. Bebop, 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 loving it. for you guys and it is talking track star trek fleet command official podcast i'm your host ultimate djs your friendly neighborhood cat person saying what's up everybody what's up hey who's hanging out with us on a talking track server sound off y'all hit it up tonight let's see who's hanging out data systems kicking us off here server 27 what's up captain oblivious server 30 thank you now's on 27 zakara 136, Deuces Wild on 17, Bill's Mafia. Server 32, thank you. James Bond, Server 35 in the house, thank you. Dirty Bird Bill, yo, yo, Server 15, bra, thank you. Schwab on 22. Hey, what's up? Bernard on 28, Bennett on 8, Grumpy Marmoset. <laughs> I love it. You don't hear many people talking about Marmoset, all right? Grumpy Marmoset, Server 26, thank you. McNasty on Server 32, Send on 56, welcome in. Young Ducat. 38, welcome, Go Pack Go. That's my boys out there. Go Pack. Blokemon on server 134. Stradalorian on server 9. Star Fury, server 41. Mo D on server 16. Bad Intentions on 201 and 199. Thank you. Ivana Vaughn, 136. Joker. Peace has broken out on server 16, he says. And it's dirty and it's nasty and it's disgusting, he says. Terrible. I hate it. Hey, Orion Pack, server 15. What's up? Star Fury on 41. Wambulance, server 15, thank you. Blokemon 134. Kronos on 61 metal on 8. Uh, Locutus, <laughs> coming in from server 11. Thank you for your comments. Uh, Stony Dude, server 10, what's up? Welcome into the show. Iron Chef, Aloha, server 14. Aries, also on server 14. Uh, Qua- Quasair, server 173, thank you. Uh, server 48, Sal. Alf on 143, thank you. Admiral Poopsalot, checking in from server 42. Uh, Sir Dorian on server 12. IJ shouting out Think Stinks on server 15. Thank you. Hey, uh, Darth Magus on server 14. Thank you. Borg Sentinel on server 38. Smoke'em on 16. Excalibur on server 17. PBR server 11. Shady Pines says the kitty cat is back on server 27 and 29. Thank you for being here. Good evening and welcome in after a much needed day off this past Wednesday. <laughs> I am here. You know, Bubba, uh, welcome into the stage. Appreciate uh, appreciate you being here. I uh, I had to check out. Had to check out Wednesday. Wednesday was a rough day. I told you guys last week that I was having a little bit of a, a little bit of like a, you know, just like a, it was, I think it was last Sunday, right, Bubba? I was just kind of having like a smell the roses kind of weekend. 
and uh, it, that continued. <laughs> that continued. Nothing got any better. Everything just got more frustrating as the week went on. So Monday, bad. Tuesday, badder. Wednesday, the baddest. It, it just it kept going. So I was like, you know what? I got to bounce. I got to bounce. If I do a show tonight, it was going to be it was going to be bad. I was going to bring everybody in the galaxy down, Bubba Joe. I didn't want to do that. I want to be I want to be a voice of optimism. I want to be I want to be something that makes you happy. I want I want you guys to listen to this show and be like, "Oh yeah, that's right. That's goofy. That's goofy right there. That's some silliness right there, Bubba Joe." Wednesday would not have been that show. <laughs> Wednesday would not have been. But it could have been fun. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on your definition of fun. Okay? Like, if if you want to just drown in your misery and and yell and scream and everything and just complain about everything, that that could have been fun, I guess. (laughs) But, no. No, I wasn't wasn't digging it. And Snake Eyes wasn't digging it either. He's like, dude, just just take that off. We We got other things to do. We got other fish to fry, he says. All right, including some of the stuff we're going to talk about today. Get this, Papa Joe. I completely forgot it in the show teaser. How about this new multiphasic store? Hmm? This multiphasic store we're going to have to talk about. I didn't even put that in the show teaser, but golly, it deserves a little bit of conversation. So uh, we're going to chat a little bit about that because there's some things you need to know and uh, things on how you can make it work and, and how the math is working out on it. And even an observation or two, Bubba Joe, that we've made since the initial launch of the multiphasic store. They've already made a modification. Uh, that modification could be interpreted as positive, and it could be interpreted as, huh? And we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about uh, what's going on in the world of the PC version as compared to mobile. Uh, we've got the loot store, the event store. We got to check in, uh, got to check in with because Bubba Joe, the day has come, right, Gregor? The day is here where we finally find out if Scopely did in fact take the feedback of the community and make it a six month event store. So we're going to break down the math on that. Did they in fact increase the loot, Bubba Joe? We shall see. Uh, we've got that math for you as well. Uh, all kinds of great stuff, Bubba. As a matter of fact, I've had a week to prepare. Gregor, welcome in to the stage. How are you this evening, my friend? Get to the chopper! Good, Bubba. How <laughs> there, you doing? There you are. That was a very delayed, anticlimactic moment. I'm like, yo, what's up, Gregor? How you doing? Yeah, man. You know why? Good, because man. everybody tries to be on mute to not mess up the show. Oh. And then you forget where the unmute button is. Uh, oh, dude, you sound like you're fighting a little bit of a little bit of a thing over there. You got like everything. Oh, just good, a good night, a good time last night. <laughs> That's great. Spent uh, one too many tanks of fuel in the chopper last night, didn't you? Uh, welcome in uh, to the show. Appreciate you being there. Uh, yeah, okay, Ducat. We can talk about that, Bubba. D- don't let me forget about this, Bubba. How about the recruit three of ten with the bonus ten of ten? Uh, shards. We need to we need to add that to our list. I gotta be honest with you. Me personally, I think that's praiseworthy. I actually heard people a little bit fussy about it. All right, I, and I get their point. By the way, it's a completely logical point. As much as we preach about planning, as much as we preach about you know saving and 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 strategically spending, then you get that thrown in on you. All right, which was obviously a good thing. I'm never gonna complain about more rewards. But, dang on, if you weren't the guy that planned on spending everything in the second auction. <laughs> you know? So, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, so, you know, I can understand why it'd be frustrating. But at the same time, at the same time, here's the thing. I'm never going to complain about rewards. 
Never, ever, 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 ever complain about more rewards. You'll never hear it come out of my mouth. That said, Scopely can do how they want to do with these events. We, we've asked for events to be, to be increased. We've asked for rewards to be better. We've asked for this to improve. We've asked for that to improve. This, uh, you know, was adding, a, a, in my opinion, a great deal of value to that auction, Bubba. Um, and I understand not everybody could plan. But you know what? It's not always that way. We don't always – we try to plan as best we can, but there are surprise auctions, right, Bubba? Last month we had a GG mm -hmm. auction that popped up in yep. between the arcs, all right? So at the same time that you're saving and that you're planning your spend, you got to be, I guess, maybe a little bit careful or maybe have that little bit of a bank. We've talked about with the transporter patterns. You want to leave yourself a little bit of a bank just in case there's something come out where you can redeem a chunk of those, or just in case you have an event like we've got right now. All right, guys, take a look at the TNG Officers event. We're going to get to our news in a second. The TNG Officers event, which at the time of taping ends in approximately 16 hours. Now, this event looks like uh, it's an ALB, okay, and it looks like it's just for, for spenders. I argue it's probably really not Bubba Joe. Probably really not. I mean, obviously, you can buy packs, okay? You can buy loot. But guess what? Everybody's got a stack of loot right now. Or if, you, if you've already spent it, you had a stack of loot. And this event's been going on for the last seven days. So if you have spent on officers in the event store, like most of the Talking Trek team would encourage you to consider doing, then you've probably put up a fair number of points. You got event store loot to spend on officers, you're getting points there. You got some officers to promote because you spent event store loot on, uh, event store loot on them, then you got to promote it and you got points there. You got some transporter patterns, Bubba Joe? You could probably spend some transporter patterns, put up some extra points there. This ALB is your last chance to get loot. All right, this is it. This is the last event. And it was confirmed today that there were not going to be any secret surprise loot events, Bubba Joe. Because remember, we had that one time. We did actually have that one time. Uh, confirmed today, this is it. All right? This is it. Today is it. So you got this TNG recruitment. If you end up being 6,000 or 8,000 loot shy of where you need to be, then get busy on that TNG recruitment ALB. Get your team busy. Uh, look for standard recruit tokens. Look for ultras. Look for premiums. Look for TNG. Look for disco. Look for... Uh, what else we got over there? Look for the the faction ones, right? The Klingon, Romulan, and uh, and Federation ones. You got the the transporter patterns. You got all kinds of ways to spend recruits to get officer shards for this event, and this is your last chance to get that little bit of loot to push you over the edge. We're going to talk all about that and the loot coming up here in just a few minutes because I've got I got some mind numbing numbers for you, Bubba Joe. I have tracked this arc closer than I ever have any arc before. I wrote down every last, <clears throat> excuse me, every last shred of loot and where it came from, whether it was a ticketed event, whether it was an SMS, whether it was an ALB, whether it was an IMS, we have accounted for every drop of loot given out to anybody this month. And uh, the numbers may surprise you a little bit. Are they what I wanted, Bubba Joe? The answer, plain and simple, is no. Plain and simple, no. In my opinion, here we are, right at the very beginning of the show, 11 minutes in, Scopely, 
poo-poo on a six-month event store because it was not six months' worth of loot. Now, that being said, nah, they can get what they want. We asked them to take into consideration that it was a six-month event store. Snake Eyes brings up a really good point, Bubba Joe. Since when have we ever expected the amount of loot to coincide or correlate with the length of an arc? Actually, it's never happened. We've had three-month arcs before. We've had four-month arcs before. This was a five-month arc, although technically we didn't technically get one in April, but we kind of technically did. And the, the mathematical formula has kind of has kind of stayed consistent. We're going to explain that coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, that being said, before we get any further in, we've got to get all the goofiness out of the way, Bubba Joe. It's time for us to check in with our Talking Trek News Studios and check in with news headlines from around the world. It is time for DJ's Stupid News. Stupid, Stupid News! It is time for your news. White House press reporters have filed a complaint over not being allowed to ask the president questions, Gregor. For instance, like seriously, our press is hardcore dying to know. They want to ask such hard-hitting, must-know questions like what kind of ice cream Biden had last and when he he plans to eat ice cream next. All right, these kinds of must-know investigations are being hindered by White House press aides not allowing the president to answer questions. That's going on in D.C. A group of dogs at a New Jersey doggy daycare, Bubba Joe, were caught on camera working together. This is the coolest thing. Has anybody seen this? These New Jersey doggy daycare doggies were caught on camera working together to open a door and escape the facility. It was, dude, it was like an upcoming movie. I saw a trailer for this uh, coming up here in like the next few months, the Paul Shank Redemption. It's coming. These dogs opened the door, Bubba. And got the heck out of Dodge. They escaped. It was a fully coordinated escape effort. All right. Absolutely. It was nuts. Uh, Company in the UK. Gregor, listen, we know where you've been hiding out, buddy. We know where you've been all these months. A company in the UK is selling a brand new $125,000 car. Except its target audience is not exactly who you would have expected. This company in the UK, Gregor, is selling a $125,000 toy car for kids. It's a mini version of the Aston Martin from the James Bond movies. Gregor, now we know where you've been hiding out, man. How come you couldn't tell us you were manufacturing $125,000 cars for kids? Huh? What was a big secret? I I didn't have the balls to come out and say that, I'm sure. (laughs) Goodness. Okay. Gregor is still feeling it from last night, isn't he? Uh, so, listen, I just got a question for you. Like, who's the target audience for a $125,000 toy car? I'm kind of hoping. You better hope Willow Smith is still into James Bond, but this company's about to go out of business. Sell your stock, baby. Sell it. <laughs> Get rid of it. Netflix is in the news. I know, it's terrible. Netflix dropped the trailer for their new documentary. Netflix is getting in trouble with their documentaries, Gregor. Like, I, I don't know why this sudden interest in Netflix wanting to do documentaries, but I'm kind of feeling like this has got a bad ending. Netflix has dropped the trailer for the new documentary, Britney vs. Spears, which takes a deep dive into the Britney Spears' infamous conservatorship. But if you think the conservatorship was the worst thing in her life, all you got to do is remember 
She was also married to Kevin Federline. Thank you. Uh, the California State Fair is giving an award to the state's best marijuana grower this year. It's truly a high honor. <laughs> Thank you. One-liners tonight. A group of scientists are trying to potty train cows. Bubba Joe, maybe next time they can try it with the people of San Francisco. <laughs> That's bad. Potty, yeah, but they are. They're potty training cows. Such a feat would be absolutely amusing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Two men have been arrested in New Zealand for attempting to smuggle KFC into a lockdown zone, Stevens Aaron. It's up to the courts to decide if this story has even a kernel of truth. <laughs> Stevens Aaron, you get it? Come on. That was your that was for you, baby. That was for you. Over there in New Zealand. Customs and Border uh, Patrol here in the US have intercepted 86 fake championship rings entering the country from China, which means there's still only one surefire way to get a championship sports ring, and that is to get a job with whatever team is playing in the finals against LeBron James. Ha! <laughs> and there's your stupid news, Bubba Joe. Uh, that, I think that was good. That was a week's worth right there. I feel like I did pretty daggone good. Steven Zarin, are you trying to talk? Because I can't hear a word you're saying. You're lit up. I got nothing. Are you there? He, he must uh, no. Oh, there you are. <laughs> well, you were lit up while like you were trying to talk. All right. What can you tell us about this uh, this KFC story going on over there? Is this, like, legit? Did people get in trouble? Sorry. sorry. I'm, I missed half of it. What was, what was the story oh, again? You know what? All right. Fine. Everybody, uh, thanks to Steven Zarin. We get to repeat the stupid, <laughs> stupid news. Here we go. News. <laughs> it's time for your stupid news. news. Yes, news. everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm not going to do it. Steven Zarin just had to listen back like everybody else. Uh, good evening. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, absolutely. I I'm a little bit goofy tonight. I've had a good week. I've had a good week, Bubba Joe. I took my day off Wednesday. I went to bed early. Uh, went to bed very early. I actually just played the game without, without looking for content, without trying to think, without trying to analyze. Like I actually just played for a minute. You know, kind of crazy. It's been a minute since I've done that. You know, because, like, we're so busy here. All the time, content this, answering PMs that, looking at this, finding bugs. I just played Wednesday. I shut off my Discord, and I just played. I went to bed early. Like, I was in bed by, like, 8.30. Uh, Thursday, went to work. Came home Thursday night. Also went to bed early. I was probably in bed by 9.30, 10 o'clock Thursday night. Friday, kind of the same thing. I just, maybe I was just tired. Maybe I was still tired from... Like, my sister's wedding. I told you it was a heck of a party. Stupid. Good party. Uh, maybe I was still just... Maybe maybe I was like Gregor. Maybe I was still hungover from that a week later. Gregor, <laughs> what, what did Week-long hangover. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. What did you do last night, Gregor, that you're, that you're still feeling rough today? Well, it was, it was a work thing. <laughs> it sounds like it. I bet it was. Mm. That's what she said. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what they all say. Uh, oh, okay. Well, good night. That's, that's the best you get, buddy. <laughs> good night's had by all, apparently, over there in Gregor Land. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you being here, though. And and in all seriousness, obviously, you you definitely <laughs> you definitely sound a little rough. Uh, I hope you feel better, man. Because whatever whatever's got whichever's got you going on there. I uh, hope you get to feeling better. Uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek. 
And we are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And as you can tell from the show title tonight, well, that's finally over. Uh, and I'm referring to five months of TNG. Now, um, I don't know. Is, is there, are, are there any other NDAs on the stage with me? I hate to take the fall for this. Um, okay, there's not. So it's all me. If I say something, it's all me. Ripper's not here tonight. Obviously, it's late. He's probably in the bed. Um, five months have gone by. Five months of, of the TNG season. And uh, listen, I, in, in summary, in overall, I've told you before, Bubba, I've not been wildly dissatisfied overall with the arc. When it comes to content, when it comes to features, when it comes to mechanics, I have not been wildly dissatisfied. As a matter of fact, I've, I've actually enjoyed some of the new mechanics. I recognize them for what they are. Uh, could deployment be better and application be better? Absolutely. But I do, at their core, really kind of like some of the features that we got. Were they completely embedded in the, in the story and the, and the mythos and the legend that is TNG? No, they weren't, Bubba Joe. Um, because these features actually really kind of had very little to do with TNG, right? You, that's been one of your, your uh, complaints is that they, they don't feel threaded in to the lore that is the next generation, right? Correct. So <clears throat> we, we've talked about these in summary, and one of the things we're going to do tonight is kind of lay out the last five months and kind of start building the framework for the grades show, which will be this coming Wednesday. Uh, I, I, I want to get most of the conversation out today so that Wednesday we can kind of zip through it. The last grading show was a little bit longer because we kept, we kept finding new things to talk about, Bubba. But, but as far as the mythos that is TNG, uh, it just felt like this one drug on a little bit. Uh, Bubba, if I were asking you now in hindsight, over the last five months, knowing the features that we were going to get, okay, knowing what features were coming, what features could have been implemented into the, the, the story of the next generation, how many arcs would you have given TNG and what would you have put in them? Three. Okay, three arcs, which is a normal answer. Uh, and, so, and how would you have built those three arcs? What were the features that you would have chosen? So the features would have been um, uh, ATAs uh, with traits from the start. Okay. Um, the second one would have been Armadas okay. because it's pretty clear that that was how they wanted to tie in uh, the TNG characters, PVE and Armadas, so that clearly needed to be a part of this. Okay. And then Exocomps. Okay. So so really, truthfully, you kind of dug uh, you kind of dug arcs one, two, and four, I guess. Right? Like, you you personally, you were not a big Meridian fan, but I know some people are out there going to say, yeah, Joker's even saying, no Meridian? Listen, you got to remember, Bubba, Bubba hates the Meridian. So, <laughs> so, hang on, hang on. So, the Meridian has absolutely nothing to do with TNG. There is no tie-in. You want to bring out the Meridian? I, you know, again, I have conceded the ground. Everyone loves the Meridian but me. It has no basis in TNG. Okay, so let's We're going to have, we're going to have, it only stands to reason if they did one filler arc, there will be more. The Meridian can come out then. Well, that's what I was going to say. So the Meridian, the Meridian is largely feeding Isogen, which is a territory thing. So if, if you wanted to release the Meridian, 
you in hindsight and of course listen hindsight 2020 scopely probably didn't ex- you know 100% fully understand how we were going to receive these things I, and from a mechanic from a feature i think the community super duper loved the meridian okay bubba your mic is just a, a shade close to your mouth i'm definitely uh, hearing you breathe and it's kind of not just me but like four or five people in the audience it's kind of making this a little hot all right so if you <laughs> if you would pull your mic down just, like, just to shade uh <laughs> i'm kidding yeah i know look captain planet's getting totally totally turned on maztec says you creeping in on your mic baby boy yeah yeah uh no listen so the meridian definitely could have been a filler arc as related to territory uh, let me ask a couple of questions uh, of the audience, and you guys are feel free feel free to raise your hand. Come up to the stage. We haven't done that as much here lately either. I'd like to hear uh, some feedback from you guys. Arrow, I'm going to come to you first from Server 42. Uh, if you were going to, and by the way, I haven't asked anybody this question. We haven't prepped any of this, so completely flying by the seat of your pants, Arrow. If you yeah, were, thank you. If you were going to redesign the Meridian to be a next-generation product, how would you have done it? Obviously, it needs to mine isogen. First, how do you tie territory to TNG? Oh, that's uh, that's a question I don't think I can answer. I could redesign the Meridian to be a better ship overall, but I don't know how I tie it into TNG. Um, I mean, I'm, there has to be some miners in TNG that well, I could find. Sure, renaming the ship is obviously one thing, but... But the purpose of the ship was isogen and particles. So if you were going to release this in TNG, you got to find a way to bridge that gap, right? How do we okay. make particles and isogen relevant to TNG? Uh, could it have been maybe finally a rehash of the services that may now have something to do with away team's assignments or exocomps or or even the ability to refine extra or better exocomps or would we have been upset that that was recycled content you know bubba i i don't i don't know you you are a thematic guy how would you have liked to have tied the meridian to the next generation or would you have scrapped the idea completely because i gotta remind you tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people out here really really love it they would not have liked it to be swashbuckled so how would you have gotten it i mean i I would not have scrapped it overall (laughs) again it serves a purpose uh i would have uh uh, i would have changed territory to thematically match tng so you could have had packlids and ferengi and the other races that we encountered more than one occasion into the territory and you know changing the services would have been great too but, you know, even if they didn't want to do that because they've said that that's hard, um, just thematically, you know, and, and, and this is something that's been talked about amongst a lot of circles is there needs to be a regular reset of territory, right? Because mm-hmm. it gets stale, it gets boring. Yes. So do a reset of territory, redo all of the, the thematic elements. You can manipulate some of the abilities, some that are less effective than you kind of wanted and makes, you know, we could do something like that, maybe move the jelly you know, that's the one that everyone seems to kind of chase after. So maybe that's one that kind of moves around a little, little bit. But um, so, yeah, so so but just change it so that it's thematically tied into TNG as opposed to uh, TOS discovery. I got it. I got it. Gregor has the idea. We could have just made the Meridian the Enterprise D. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> if you just made it a warship and explore 
Explore Worship that started out as G3 and then went to G4, G5, and then instead of naming it Meridian, called it Enterprise. I think everybody would have been like, that's the tie-in. That's how you bring them together. Well, and you know what? Instead of materials, it costs isogen, just like the Meridian does. So there's your tie-in. All right? I love it. I love it. Uh, anyway, yeah, and obviously, so three arcs is what we would have. And that's normal. Bubba, that's normal. Three to four arcs, five months. I get what they were going for. They were going for something grand and majestic and 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 earth-shattering. I just kind of feel like story-wise, we didn't get there. You know, it was, I, I don't know. It We didn't get the Enterprise D. Even the story this month. You guys know I'm a big story guy. I like reading the missions. All right, the missions. Oh, the story this month. Was, Ugh. What? What? The story this month. Oh, guys, wait till wait till I make my video on the story. If you're 32 and below and you didn't get the missions, you didn't miss nothing. Okay, you missed nothing. Zero. Don't worry about it. All right, I, I'm gonna make the video and I'm gonna make fun of it the whole way through because that's how bad it was. Like whoever wrote arc three and four, genius. Okay, like top shelf writing. You should have your own novel. Whoever wrote arc five, like it's time to go back to fifth grade writing class. Like we're gonna so have we're, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to rehash some of your creative thinking skills. Yes, go ahead. I think if TNG had been four arcs instead of five, it would have been perfect. And literally, the Meridian along with the officers, with three of ten, the mining officer being that like you take out of the TNG arc the five and use the other four. I I think that's much better. And you do a filler arc with. The mining officer and the Meridian in the same arc. The Meridian definitely could have been a filler arc because it it wasn't TNG. It was definitely going back to territory, so it, it could have been that. On the other hand, we got to look, and we do need to k- take into account, Bubba, and, and obviously, you know, we're here talking. We're judging. We're passing judgment on their timing. There is one other thing that we got to keep in mind is possibly, which we won't know and we'll never know, is deployment schedules could have been delayed. There could have been there could have been this issue or that issue where something wasn't ready. There could have been an issue where they needed quote unquote a filler arc, but you know maybe traits wasn't ready. You know what I'm saying? Like so so let's say Meridian could have been a, an assimilated Packled ship, and three of ten was the captain, and two arcs right there. <laughs> Well, I don't know about two arcs for the Meridian either. I, one you know, and a half. I, well, I, one for Listen, Meridian, I said in the very beginning, I, I have been saying this for like well over a year. Like since 2020, I have been a big advocate, and I know why they don't. Okay, I know why they don't. I've been a huge advocate for taking three months arc and making them a solid 30 to 40 days. Like nonstop 30 to 40 days and be done with a season. Because I personally feel like three months is too long for any idea. Okay, um, because we because we get to the end, right, Bubba? And then and then what? Then we got ten days off or nine days off, whatever it is, and then we start up a new idea. Now, for the same reason that they can't do that is the same reason that that you know they're not going to give us a one month arc or a two months arc that that has a whole property crammed into it. There is deployment schedules. There's time. I can only imagine, you know, and I don't know. But I can only imagine how long it took to actually program traits, Bubba Joe. I mean, not only is it a whole new, you know, currency with with 
you know, upgrading the officer. So all the officers got to be reprogrammed. There's a UI change. There's a whole new mechanic that's been added. Then you've got all these checks and balances with the white dots and the blue dots and the, and you know, all this stuff. I can only imagine. And I know that you guys go sound, you say it's simple or, or like Aries, they copied it from timelines. Okay. Maybe, maybe, but they didn't copy the code. Okay, they can't copy the code from timelines. They still had to write it. And I would imagine, Bubba, that that was a nightmare. Like, that was probably, if I'm guessing, that was probably on the scale of territories as far as complication of a mechanic that needs to be released. Bubba, it wasn't easy, I can imagine. And and I can only imagine how long it's been being worked on. How long do you think traits has been programmed? I, I don't think it's as hard as territories. I mean, territories is making new sections of the map new systems um i i think that i think that's a there's a lot more to go into territories i mean plus all the abilities the new currencies i mean yes adding something to an existing mechanic is going to have a level of engineering complications so i don't doubt that traits was difficult uh but i don't think it's anywhere close to territories i I think that's a an entirely different level of complication that's just my my thought on it you know so uh, as far as takeovers go, I would argue that that's a new style of mechanic, new scoring hooks, et cetera, et cetera. But the buffs, the services, uh, they're just research. So that actually, in my mind, would not have been as complicated. Now, the takeover but, process itself, absolutely, I can see but that. What research? what research turns on and off? Well, exocomps do. And it clear, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it is research and, and, and putting research on a timer is probably no different than, than having a cool down timer on anything else. I, I'm, I'm assuming from a layman's perspective, guys, I do not know how to code jack. Okay. I don't know if Ripper were here, he could probably tell us, is this harder? Is this easier? We don't know. The bottom line is maybe it went five months because something happened maybe it was never supposed to be five months maybe maybe the meridian was the franklin a baba joe <laughs> would that blow anybody's mind or would it surprise anybody what if the meridian was supposed to be just like the franklin a and it was supposed to be a filler arc but something happened to traits and it wasn't ready all i'm saying is in the grand scheme of things five months is way too long Maybe it wasn't planned to be that way, Bubba Joe, but it was entirely too long. And I think if so, you, if Snoopy had come out and even said, hey, we got to take an interlude, you know, here's two months, we're going to do a filler and we're going to be back with the grand finale with the Enterprise D, I, that I think would have gone over okay. Maybe. I don't know. Bubba, if they, they said if they said that we're going to do two arcs and hey, oh my God, guys, we've got something huge. We've got something huge huge and it's not ready so we're gonna throw a filler arc ah something's happening i hear buzzing we're gonna throw a filler arc would you have been upset so dj they announced at the very beginning in their press release that it was going to be five months yeah they did didn't they forgot about that well scopely that was a bad idea that was a bad idea because because nothing nothing in this game has been worthy of five months worth of stretching it out. You know, I I don't know. I Meridian definitely could have been a filler arc. Take that one out. Axe that one. 
Exocomps, cool. I'm good with that. The factory, you got a new building. Okay, you got new chips and servos. Okay, I got that. I'm good with that. Um, traits, like Bubba says, you could have done that with ATA 1.0. Okay, so I can see that. So you got, you got, do you not think that would have been overwhelming, maybe? Possibly. It could have been. That's possible. Okay. I mean, so, so, but I mean, yes, it could have been overwhelming. Um, I, I you know, it, if it was overwhelming, they could have broken it down to have just maybe the first tier of traits, right? Um, so you aren't getting anything to 100%. Might help us with some of the perception of, I have to get everything to, I, if I'm going to invest in something, it has to get to 100%. I mean, this is part of the problem that a lot of players have is trying to wrap their head around, well, if I have the ability to get it to 100%, I have to have it at 100%. All right, pause. Viking, what the heck are you talking about? Like, I mean, seriously, hang on. What cheerleading are you talking about? I'm talking about possible what-ifs. But I'm pretty sure I've been very loud and very clear here saying, did the event store match up? No, didn't. Did it deserve to be five months? No, didn't. Was it lackluster and poorly thematically planned? Yes, it was. Where do you find cheerleading here? Because if you're hearing the exact opposite of what I'm saying, then then let me spell it out for you a little differently. I, I am not saying that this was, was a great thing. All right? I like some of the features. I do. I just I feel like we've said this a million times. It was all about implementation. It just went really bad. Implementation was poor. Um, and then, of course, as uh, Blokemon says, we got five months, and then we get an event store that didn't match the length. Now, in fairness, objectively speaking, I will say that Snake Eyes is right. Never once have they ever said an event store is supposed to have as much currency as is supposed to be over the length. I, by, by the way, I went back and tried to find it. I tried to find any reference at all, Bubba, that, that they had mentioned loot or mentioned the time or scaled anything. Nothing. Found none of it. <laughs> found nothing. So Snake Eyes is right on that one point. That said, it would, I think, from our perspective, be common sense, right, to expect if the store had gone this long – you're not going to, you're not going to say, I mean, because here's what would happen, Bubba. If we, let's take a Christmas bonus. Let's say in a Christmas bonus, we go and we get $1,000 a year as a Christmas bonus, but our employers pay us $250 a quarter, right? They pay $250 a quarter, then, uh, you know, for cash flow, whatever. Then in the second quarter, they're like, oh, guys, you know what? Summertime, sales are down. We're going we're gonna to back off just a little bit. We got a little bit of a cash flow thing. We're going to not do your Christmas bonus you know, this quarter. We're not going to do it this quarter, okay? But we'll pick back up next quarter. All right? Now, what's the assumption? What's the assumption? The assumption is, well, they'll make it up in the third quarter, right? Or they'll make it up in the fourth quarter. Or they'll split it. But they're going to make it up. At the end of the year, I'm still going to get 1000 bucks, right? Right. And then Christmas rolls around, and you actually only got $750. Skippily, that's kind of how we feel, if, if I'm being frank about it. That's exactly how we feel. Because you opted for a six-month event store, you chose to skip out on the quarterly event store, which would have been fine if you had made it up. And Captain Planet brings up a really good point. He says, you're looking for any evidence anywhere 
where Scopely says that it's scaled to time, then we did. Scopely, you did in the month of April. You literally said to the community, we got less because it was less than a full arc. You scaled it by time. During the Borg, what was it, Bubba Borg event store, which lasted six or seven days, and we got 70,000 loot. You're right, Captain Planet. Thank you. 70,000 loot that Free-to-Play got, which was very little for a week-long event. All right, I think it ended up being, what, six epic shards? No, 10 epic shards. 10 epic shards, maybe 11 for a week-long event. It was a little bit lackluster, and that's if you chose just to get 5 of 10 and nothing else. But you did. You said at that time that it was less, that it scaled because of the month. Well, then we go five months, five more months. So, yeah, that's how we feel. That's how I feel. And so, yeah, I feel like it's owed. You know, now I know nothing is technically owed. There's, you know, there's, there's nothing that says you're contractually obligated to provide this amount of loot or that amount of loot, and I get it. But we're talking about player perception. If, if now... You know, Bubba, we talked about this at the beginning of the arc. You even did a show on it. We predicted Mm -hmm. that what should happen was between 450 and 500,000 loot. That's what we predicted should have happened on a free-to-play basis, by the way. Complete free-to-play. No leaderboards. Correct? That was the prediction. Well... Well I don't know that that was the prediction of what we thought should happen. We, we were a weekend of the arc, and we were look, looking at what we had already earned and kind of projecting out to what it might turn out to be. Well, joke's on us, isn't it? <clears throat> joke's on us because it didn't actually pan out. As a matter of fact, here, I've got this in a spreadsheet. I've been tracking it, folks, all month long. And by the way, this is extremely, extremely ugly. I am going to – I'm just going to show you uh, real quick – just an image, all right? And then we can kind of go through it together because this is just what I did, and I'll actually, you know what, I'll put it in the graphics room. This is just what I did just for for keeping track, Bubba Joe, okay? So let's talk about this, all right? Um, Here you can see, and by the way, I was able to verify with Ripper that, like, pretty much all of these, anything that paid event store loot did not scale, did not change by ops. So what Bubba could have earned is the same of w- as what I could have earned, is the same as what Karkin could have earned, is the same as what an Ops 25 could have earned, okay? Now, for the record, Dial uh, M for Monkey says I ended up with about 450. So kind of tough for me to complain if we were expecting 450 to 5. I don't disagree with that, Monkey, but I'm here to tell you, you must have done decently in a few leaderboards, all right? Because you can see. So let's take a look at this bracket. Joker even says, I came in right at 400,000. Okay, listen, maybe. Maybe some people did better than I expected. Bubba, let's break this down. Okay? And Karkin, I really want to hear you weigh in on this too. I know that you're in an alliance that does rank in a few things, but as an Ops 32, you probably struggled in some leaderboards, or maybe you didn't. I know Big Country's not here. He's going he's gonna to tell you what he hated about bracketing this month. All right? But uh, let's take a look at the very top, and we're going to go all the way down, all right? Every single event that paid loot is listed here. Uh, you will see in the, first, uh, in the first column 
that that is guaranteed loot. Guaranteed. All right. So the column that just says event store currency, that was loot paid in an, well, I don't say guaranteed. That was loot paid in an SMS. All right. Loot paid in a solo milestone. That was the first column. You can ignore the second column. I thought we were going to be getting bounds of trade XP, Bubba, so I created a column for it. <laughs> 3900 for the entire month. That, that is funny. Yeah, 3900 for the entire month. That's what we got. I was trying to track it, people. I thought maybe it was going to be a thing. It didn't pan out, so is what it is. All right, and then the TNG recruit tokens. I stopped tracking those too because I was like, "What? What's the point?" All right, but now in the fourth column over, okay, in the fourth column over, uh, you're gonna see where I started making some. I started. I know about the trades in a daily. I'm just saying. I was talking about events. Like you still thirty thousand, and then thirty nine hundred. Like that to me, you know, we can talk about that later. But that's not a thing that that I would have felt real good about a deployment. I would have expected to see ninety to a hundred thousand this month. I could see it slowing down in month two but I would have expected to want to get everybody on board. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, so the fourth column starts talking about where these leaderboards lie, okay? Whether it was a solo leaderboard, Bubba, whether it was an alliance leaderboard, whether it was a ticketed event, I marked that down because, again, complete and true free-to-play. And before anybody busts my chops on this, I know that people can save. As a matter of fact, I've made a concession for that at the end. But I am right now, I am assuming to what is free and guaranteed on a daily basis. If somebody turned Ops 25 on day one of this arc and had never purchased a ticket before, then here's what they could have done. All right? Here's what they could have done. If you take all the numbers in the first column, and this is every solo milestone every day of the month, then that total came to 306,275, Bubba Joe. 306,275. Now, that sounds a little bit light to me, okay? As a matter of fact, it's a little over what? Well, it's actually right at about 15,000 a day. 15,000 a day, which we said during the Borg event that 10,000 a day was too little, okay? We said that, right? Bubba, 10,000 a day. We had a six or seven day Borg event. We got 70,000 loot. We, we didn't dig it. Correct. 306,000 loot. Now, there's a lot of people in here talking about, well, I got 400. I got 450. Spanning 15 per day. No, my friend. Uh, it was a 20 day arc. Did I do my math wrong? Here, 306, 275 divided by 20 days. It is. It's 15,300 a day. Okay, so roughly 15,000 loot a day. Now, Blue Panda, just if, if I may draw attention to your comment. You said I only got 273,000. Then, sir, you, you missed a free opportunity somewhere. You might claim you didn't, all right, but I counted every single day. You missed an event or two somewhere because 306, 275 was guaranteed through SMSs. All right. And when I say through SMSs, I do also include, Bubba, I also include Officer Exchange, one event free, which was a ticketed event. Okay, I'm counting that. That was 7,200 loot. Officer Exchange, one event, up to three available though, right, Bubba? 
All right. So you'll notice over in the right-hand column, I've got it highlighted in yellow. 14400 available if you purchase the other two events. But I didn't want to include that in the free-to-play. I did not want to include that in the free-to-play. 7200 plain and simple, was the solo milestone. Captain Planet says, how do you account Alliance leaderboards? I did not. I did not. I didn't count Alliance leaderboards at all. Okay, uh, because you'll also notice on the right-hand side that you will see, I think, two uh, highlighted in yellow that were ALBs. And by the way, both of these ALBs, one for Assignment Hunter, the other for TNG Officer Recruit, which actually, crazy enough, is going on right now. It hasn't even paid yet. And um, there was another, hold on, is that it? That might have been the two. Those were the only two ALBs. Isn't that crazy? Uh, nope, I lied. I lied. Here's one. No, no, that's, yeah, so three. Three ALBs. Okay, there were three ALBs. And those ALBs, by the way, <clears throat> there were three of them. They ran 25 alliances deep. All right, now, Gator, I did not count Parisi squares. Trust me, I know what I'm doing here. Okay, give me a minute. We're going to get around to it. You guys are jumping around. Three ALBs that went 25 alliances deep. So technically, technically, pretty much everybody should have gotten at least 25th place. Okay? Everybody should have gotten at least 25th place. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe you're in a 43rd ranked alliance. It's time to, time to grow up. Time to move, time to move up. If you're wanting to, to get loot, if you want to be paid in this game, you got to be competitive. Alliance ranked 43 is not competitive. You know what, Steven Zarin? Dag on it. Here I am just bragging, Bubba Joe, that I know what I'm doing. No, I did not count the battle pass. How much loot came out of the battle pass? I actually, in fairness, did not actually count the battle pass. But you can only do the free, you only do the top row. Thank you. Monkey says it was 12 grand. So let's add it in here. 12 grand, and that's obviously an easy calculation. Plus 12 grand. <laughs> You're now at 318,000. 318,000 complete free to play. And when I say free to play, let me, let me rehash again because I keep getting interrupted. One free ticket for Officer Exchange the first time it ran. One free ticket on each of the two days where you had a total of four ticketed events. They did two per day this time, Bubba, instead of three per day. All right. Um, by the way, though. Which the, was weird. It was weird, but those tickets actually paid a little bit better than some of the other events, which was weird. They paid 8,400 loot instead of 7,200. I don't understand the breakdown on that unless it was just trying to, to balance it out or whatnot. But anyway, so two ticketed events uh, that ran twice. They were, at, they were at 7% instead of 6%, and I'm not sure why. 7% is what they're supposed to be. I mean, I'm sorry. I have no idea what they're supposed to be. I've had no conversation. Yeah, but some so, of the some of the events... 7% is what ticketed events are supposed to be. Well, see, here's what was weird. Officer Exchange paid 72, but the ticketed events paid 84. So I don't know what the reason Correct. was unless it was just a balancing thing. So you got the two days of two, two ticketed events that paid 16,800. And if you spent 20 other uncommon tickets, you could have gotten another 16,800, which is itemized on the right-hand side. All right, then you had an Alliance Milestone for Armadas. Nobody should have not hit. That was uh, that paid well. All right, then we had uh, another Officer Exchange 
So, again, I counted one ticket and not the three. All right, I did count the two tickets over in the optional side, but the guaranteed free ticket that they gave, all right, there you had for that. You also had the faction hunt, uh, faction hunt where one free was given and two extras could have been played. You had another pair of days for ticketed events, all right? So here was an interesting observation, Bubba Joe. So now we're at 318,000 loot, completely free to play. 318, 275, and by the way, that includes the Star Trek Day gift chest on September the 8th. Gator says super small alliances would have missed the alliance milestones. Again, no sympathy, to, to be perfectly fair with you. If you fall outside of the top 25 on your server, then, then changes need to happen, because I'm here to tell you there is not um, 25 times 70... There are no servers currently with, with like, 2,000. Well, that may not be true. Do you think there's servers out there with more than 2,000 daily actives? There could be, I guess. P possibly. Maybe. Nonetheless, a lot of these ALBs paid pretty daggone deep. So it probably is not beyond the realm of thinking that you could land yourself in a top 25 spot. Plus, the Armada Frenzy AMS... If I'm not mistaken, it still wasn't that bad. What was it, like 19 Uncommon Armadas? And it was a 48-hour event. So, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Anywho, um, so here's an interesting observation, Bubba Joe. 318,000 loot, free to play. You know what else they sourced from tickets? Now, I know what somebody's going to say to me here, Bubba Joe. Well, tickets are pay to participate, and in their current form, I agree. They are premium entry, right, Bubba? We've said that before. You get one free, you pay for the extras. Yep. This month, there were 12 ticketed events total or that, that were optional, that were not free. 12. So 120 tickets. Now, you could have saved some. You could have saved some. You could have bought some. You could have, there's a, a bunch of different ways. You could have had some from previous months, whatever. There is arguments on how to get your tickets and how to do it for free. However, there were 12 ticketed events, all right, that, that you would have paid for, Bubba. Those ticketed events all gave precisely 80, or between 84 and 7,200 for a total of 96,000 event store loot. Now, mathematically speaking, this is where I think Scopely blurred the line and maybe should have should have taken this chunk and made it the premium section and, and maybe taken this 96,000 and thrown it in some, some SMSs and AMSs. Because if you take the 96 from the tickets and add it to the free SMSs, then you're at 414,000. And that's before leaderboards. So now, Bubba, we're getting a little bit closer. And I know that some people save their tickets. And I know not everybody does. As a matter of fact, I said this month, if you've been saving, this may be a month that may encourage you to do it. And a lot of people, Bubba, said, well, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. <laughs> it ain't worth it. I don't want to do a ticketed event for one, one epic shard. Not worth it. Well, it ended up being 96. Uh, 96,000 loot by the time the month rolled around. So this kind of added up. All right. And further, I did some math for you, Bubba Joe. One, uh, 120 tickets paid if you were to have paid.
paid for them would have cost, in real-world currency, $30 American. That's what it would have cost. 30 bucks is the cash equivalent if you bought 120 tickets. Those 120 tickets could have gotten you up to 16 epic shards. Now, Bubba, we've complained about this in the past. What do we normally pay for 25 epic shards in our pay store? Dum, 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 dum. What do you, oh, you mean if we were to like buy them? $100. Thank you, yeah, $100. big country. $99 for 25 epic shards. And this month, 16 shards were available to you for 30 bucks. All right. <clears throat> Through event store loot. Obviously, there is a factor for you had to go out and make an effort. You had to go out and do some things. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. Server 14, biscuit sauce. Says he's a level 36 and free to play. And he says our entire alliance is free to play. And we can generally rank in the top 20 to 25 if the payout is okay and we actually try. We're trying to chase it. Okay. Boaz says the ALBs went deep, but the solos felt shallow. Okay. Fair. That's fair. Big countries here just in time. A deal says there's no $30 pack. I'm not saying that you you... That was the value, okay? Yes, there's not a $30 pack. You would have had to have either saved your tickets or if you paid for a pack. No, I don't even mean $30 worth of loot. I mean, if you bought a ticket pack, you would have used $30 of it. And the reason I can say a deal that it is only $30 of it, even if you spent $100, is you've still got all the other tickets to use another time, another month, other events, all right? You may have spent $100, but you consumed $30 of it. You still got 70 to use next month. So $30 worth of your tickets got you these shards. That is the cash equivalent. All right. Now, that said, let's talk about these SLBs. Big country, you're just in time, my friend. Let's talk about bracketing. <laughs> what? Let's talk about bracketing. What? Also, <clears throat> on that column over there, you're going to see all the SLBs. All right, you're going you're gonna to see all the SLBs. Uh, away team's boot camp SLB, 20 spots deep. Now, some of these paid okay. First place at 30,000. 20th place at 9,000. Uh, TNG recruitment. Oof, that was tough, Bubba Joe. Solo leaderboard, <clears throat> 25 deep. First at 18,000. 25th place at 7,200. Let me be clear. You can read through all these. All right, you can read through all these if you want. I marked them all down, how deep they went, what first place was, and what the last ranked was. And I counted zero of it. I counted nothing from any ALB at all in my calculations because there's no way to calculate that. I mean, you could have, Bubba, you could have placed in the top three in every single event. Karkin, you could have placed first place in two of the events and not even placed in the other five. There's no way to calculate that, folks. So for those of you coming at me and saying, well, I got, I didn't spend any money, I didn't do any tickets, and I got 425,000 loot. Well, then you clearly got about 100,000 of that from leaderboards. Clearly. All right, because the math don't lie. 318,275 was SMSs and Battle Pass. Maximum 96,000 additional from quote-unquote paid ticketed events for a grand total of 414,275 if you completed 
every SMS in the game all month long. Now, granted, some alliances we're going to play somewhere. You're going to get a little bit of loot from that. Um, you know, some of these SLBs you might have lucked into. All right, that's right. That's what I'm talking about, Paulo. ALBs means an alliance ranked event. All right, so there was more. There was the minimum potential. Let me just put it this way. And Bubba, here's where we here's where we summarize the the absolute minimum potential for 100% free-to-play participation was 318,000 loot, plus whatever could have been made available in leaderboards. 96,000 from additional premium tickets, and then whatever could have come from the leaderboards. The last thing that I'll mention, which I did not account for, was Parisi Squares. I didn't account for anything with, well, let me rephrase. I did account for Parisi Squares day one because everybody got it. Everybody got it. Okay? Day one was an SMS. Everybody did it. So there was 8,400 loot. You can see that on September 20th. I did count that. All right, now you'll notice on September 22nd, it's highlighted in orange. I did not count that because... Damn. <laughs> Whoa, what an event. All right. Now, I got to be honest with you. In its, in its design, I actually didn't mind Parisi Squares. And for the record, I did not play since day two. Okay? I did not. I did not make it to, to the third event. But I, I kind of liked it. There was no spenders component, Bubba Joe. It was an expensive event. Don't get it twisted. Cost a lot of Tritanium for those who really pushed but there was no way to buy it. There was no way to buy it. You had well, unless, to of course, Go ahead. you didn't have the Tritanium. Yeah, or if you were like me and didn't have to do anything except kill one hostile. You, <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? So there was a lot of conversation about that going on on day three. If you didn't struggle on day two, I would imagine. Did you hit your IMS on day on on the event day I, three then? I did, and you know what? I did the bare minimum. I just did one. <laughs> you are a freeloader and a half, my friend. It, yeah, <laughs> at least it worked. Okay, yeah, it was it was pretty legit. Okay, well, lucky that didn't happen everywhere. All right, that didn't happen everywhere. Uh, day two no. was the limiting factor, and you can see there. Uh, if you were Ops 39 and down, it went 20 spots deep. And I would have made it if I had that bracketing, Big Country. I, I was thoroughly disgusted with the bracketing throughout most of this month. Um, but, yeah, 39 and down got 20 spots. 40-plus uh, only got 10. And I finished 12th place that day, Bubba Joe. Now, you say free as long as you had the Tritanium. Well, maybe. Okay, I could go with that. I, I did say worms are expensive. It was an expensive grinders event but again not that you could have bought okay you could not have bought it unless you just went and bought tritanium but i mean did people run out of tritanium who didn't it, have tokens it, in the distinction of i'm spending a hundred dollars to get points in the event no that there was no spenders component as far as that there but if you were short on resources for whatever reason as you as you said fighting worms is difficult it will drain your resources and that can be you know that that can turn it have a minor 
Spender's component, but it was mostly about effort. I agree. It was mostly about effort. Agreed. <clears throat> By the way, I was hoping at some point real that fast, the two teams would fight each other, and that never happened. Real so, fast, Bernard. Uh, you, sad. You're right. I just read your comment. He said you counted two SMSs on September 20th. Uh, there were two SMSs on the 13th and the 15th, but only one on the 20th. I know. I obviously forgot to correct my text, but look at the loot count. I did drop it back to 7,200. And if you look above on September 13th, it says 14,400. So I did correct it when it ran. When we didn't get the second SMS like I was expecting, I I clearly lowered the loot amount, but obviously I forgot to change my text. So uh, thank you for pointing that out, but I did catch that. Obviously, I just forgot to to change my (laughs) tooltip. Uh, call me Scopely. Uh, but no, I did, I did, I did, listen, I made sure that we didn't account for more rewards than we were supposed to. Call me Scopely. Um, uh, <laughs> I know, right? But anyway, I did, I did make that adjustment. So, Parisi Squares, you'll notice there at the end, I counted event day one. Event day two was the leaderboard, which, again, <sighs> expensive. You had to really decide whether or not you were really going to dedicate yourself to this. Now, Jesse, clearly, Jesse, you you benefited from the unique environment on your server and the unique ops and bracketing position that you had. Uh, I'm right. glad. You were not alone. There were other players that got a chance to do that. All right? Uh, that did not ha- happen across the board because my my bracket was, was stupid. And I tried. I tried. I tried to get into the top ten. I could not. I could not. Don't you wish you had gone Picard crew? Didn't have a look at run with Picard best. Oh, freaking Picard versus Riker. You know, I was convinced, Bubba. Based on when you looked at the three events before they ever started, I was convinced that day two was going to be an Armada event. I mean, day one was hostiles. Right? Day one was hostiles. So it obviously favored Picard. So day two should have favored Riker. From a mechanical standpoint, Scopely. It's been a you, damage point value for Armadas. Let me let me just tell you, work, Scopely, you, you did you really did actually screw everybody who chose Riker. Okay. Yeah, I mean you did. Because the people who chose Picard spent far less Tritanium. They did. Yep. They spent a fraction of the Tritanium. All right, you really, I mean, day two should have focused around Riker being the the advantageous officer. DJ Gurr says, how so? Because if you had Picard as captain, you could have used Picard, Beverly, and Chen. Captain Bull says you didn't have to use Riker. You're correct. You didn't have to use Riker, but then your points accumulated so flipping slow. I mean, you got a two and a half, what was it, two and a half times multiplier for using Riker? Uh, and you were still, I mean, even if you dropped down and were hitting 36 level worms, you were still taking more damage than you would have taken off a 39 worm with Pike, Moreau, and Chen. Yeah, but you're competing against everyone in the Riker board. You weren't competing against the Picard people. I didn't say didn't. anything about competition. I'm talking about cost. Right, but okay. as far as point accumulation, you still should have been using uh, Pike or Picard as captain. Well, you could have, but anybody else using Riker would have been accumulating points 250% faster than me. And that was but exactly point my is, point. Is it, would have cost, it would have cost a lot more. That's his point, right? And if it you, did. It, it yep. did cost more. All right. PBR but, says... But I, I, was, I was in your bracket. 
Okay. And how much titanium did you spend? Because bull don't don't bull me. All right. I know you spent. Less I mean, you you scored over a million points. Less than fifty million in trip. Oh, hogwash. What were Dude, you hitting? What were you hitting? G three, the forty five system. Using G three epic ships. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. You're hitting level forty five worms. With three epic ships, meaning you don't have an optimum crew on all three. I used two epic ships, and I swapped in my jelly for a few runs, uh, but decided to go cheaper, so I put the auger back in. I had Picard. And, and your auger, and your, your auger and, cost probably half a million trite. Your jelly probably cost two to three right. million trite. And you're going to tell me that you had 50 million trite invested into a million points. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't remember what final score was. I ended up in eighth or ninth place. But he's a Picard crew and a Pike crew. I'd have to break it out. That that just doesn't sound. I mean, dude, I spent. I bet you I spent twenty million trite for two hundred thousand points. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I said I'm out. I'm done because I couldn't keep up. That, to, to, I was in twelfth place at two hundred and maybe forty or two hundred fifty thousand points. And 10th place had like 400,000. Like, I knew I was going to have to literally double my effort and double my grind to get just into 10th place and would probably still get still ended up getting sniped. It just it, it didn't end up being worth it to me, which is actually where I was driving. You could have definitely opted out. Depending on your environment of your server, if it was more competitive than, than other places, other servers, other brackets, you could have gotten an easy street, you could have gotten a free ride, or you could have just given up or you could have done like I had talked to a couple of players and spent over 2 billion trite for 18,000 loot now I don't know that I would have gone so far as to say that that was a great idea that's exactly how our server was I had to spend a ton of trite I know some people did uh and, and you know what so handy if you did you did you participate in that I did I right. sixth place let me ask you let me ask you what you expected from day three, because this is a huge thing that I want to bring up before we go to our first break. I would have expected about triple what we got. That's interesting. For the amount that. of investment nah, that, you know I, what? that our server had to put into it. I, fair. I, I can understand the assumption. I can understand the assumption. But but I I take you guys back to the days of the gauntlet. Gregor, you and I talked about – oh, he's deafened. Bubba, we talked about the gauntlet – this past week mm -hmm. this is the same thing that happened i don't know where all of a sudden we have the expectation that a single event's going to pay out eighty thousand loot but handy that has literally never ever ever happened like but ever. i didn't feel like it was a single event like you literally split the server in half and then put them through the rigmarole rigam or whatever you want to call it and come out the other end i just think it should have been much better than it was well, you know what? Like this was like their crowning achievement. This is like the pinnacle, the end of the arc, the the last big hurrah, and you get to the end of it, and you're like, uh. Well, and you know what? To that point, to that point, I don't disagree that it could have been the grand finale. And you know what? Maybe, maybe, Bubba, in Scopely's eyes, it was a grand finale because here's what it paid, all right? And, and by the way, before anybody... Before anybody starts arguing, trust me, I wrote it all down. 18,000 loot 
as an SMS for the IMS on on the third event, all right, on the fifth and sixth day or whatever it was. But yeah, fifth and sixth day. 18,000 loot, which 18,000 loot is 250% higher than any other solo milestone all month long. They literally took the rewards and they amplified them by two and a half times. Now, granted, and I'm I, by the way, Handy, I'm not defending it. I do agree well, that it could have been more, but it was more. And I take you back, Bubba. I'm sure we're not going to be able to remember this, and I'm sure there's very little evidence of it. There may be some out there. But Gauntlet was very, very similar. People spent billions of Tritanium in that special PvP-only system, and the leaderboard was... And it was a leaderboard, if you recall, Bubba. Like, that gauntlet, yep. that day three was a leaderboard, so not even everybody got it. At least in this case, everybody got it. But it was two and a half times higher than anything else. Now, two and a half times nothing, still nothing, arguably. But <laughs> but I'm not exactly sure when. Because I, I need somebody to point this out for me. When has Scopely ever, in the history of this game, paid out two weeks' worth of events in one event. Like, you're saying 70,000, 80,000 loot. That's literally never happened. Where did this precedent get set? Well, you're totally right when you put it like that. I mean, really, realistically, probably double. But it was about what I what I truly expected, what I really expected to see. I guess what I should have said is that's what I was hoping to see. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody yeah. did. Everybody did hope to see that, and I and I get it. Sure. When you spend like that for an event, you expect there to be a payoff. I get look that. At the, look at the event store. The event store. I mean, look how the the cost in the event store. That's you're, you're going to uh, yeah. try and take eighteen thousand loot and and get something worthwhile in the in that event store. It's not going to happen. You're well, going to. You're not going to get. You don't have enough to get five shards of the card. So, you know, event store cost is, is always subjective, all right? But it's also static. It's the same prices. By the way, I, I found my chart from the Borg event store in May. I found my chart from December and from March. Epic shards have always been 6,000, with the exception of Picard this time. This is the first time that's ever happened uh, at 7,000. But the blueprints, like everything, everything was exactly the same. Like the cost didn't change, not one. They were all the same. And, and maybe we have this argument every single time. Uh, maybe we have this argument every single time that uh, the event store rolls around. We say there's not enough loot. But here we're looking at the loot. And really, truthfully, it wasn't enough to compensate for six months. But it actually was about the same as a normal event store. All right. Well, that's the other thing. Aren't things supposed to improve over time? They're not supposed to stay the same, are they? What what no, game have you been playing? With you. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they... guys. I need to I need to take a, a quick reality check time out. Like, what what game are but you if, playing? <laughs> but if they well. if they expect people to progress and move up into the mid to late forties and get ready for the new content and the higher levels, like they got to start increasing a little more than they have. I don't disagree as far as increasing stuff, but the event store itself is new and progressive in its own contents. All right. The loot may have been the same, but you're not still getting, you know, seven of 10 shards from May of 20. You're getting new shards. You're getting new refits. You're getting new skins. You're getting, 
new materials, if that's what you chose to, to spend it on. You're getting, you know, whatever that is new and progressive inside the store now. Now, again, let me be super clear. I am not defending the amount of loot. It did fall under my expectation, and I for sure let them know in a very emotional, long, typed out letter. <laughs> it's probably the I don't have it. <laughs> probably the most Sign, politically yeah. correct way that I so, can put it. All right, I, so, I, I, I expressed my extreme displeasure at the amount of loot that was available from SMSs for the free-to-play. And again, I say the free-to-play because Bubba Joe, let's just go around the, the big boy table here. Bubba Joe, how much loot did you actually end up with with leaderboards combined? Maybe oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I have no idea. I was buying packs so I could get the officers I want. I, I have no idea what I ended okay, up with. Okay, in fairness, it, uh, well, I don't want to ask you how much you spent. That's fine. Uh, big country. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not gonna. gonna I'm not gonna. Either. I'm not gonna ask you how much you spent. That's fair. Um, but I, what I was gonna ask was try to figure out how many how many thousands of loot you got from packs and then subtracted out. But you know, do do you think from events leaderboards included, do you think you earned more than a million? A million? No, no. Seven hundred? No, but but I I think I think that my alliance won every leaderboard. Okay. Um. And uh, were there individual leaderboards? I think there were individual leaderboards, and I did okay in those. So um, I, I probably was north of 550 or 6. Okay. Something in I, that range. I don't know if you could have gotten over 6. I, I'm the same, similar boat. My alliance, I think, won oh, every sure alliance event. For sure you could have. You would have had to have won everything. Here, let's, let's do it. Uh, real quick. I'm just going to add these up real fast. If you won first place, first place in the first away team's boot camp, there's 30. Uh, TNG recruiting solo leaderboard, there was 18. Um, a TNG ALB was 14.4. There's the first three events already at 60,000, and we already said you could earn 414 just from SMSs. Uh, rescue the crew solo leaderboard, first place was 18. Um, away team's boot camp, ALB, first place was 14.4. Surveyor extraction, <laughs> 96-hour SLB, first place was 18,000. Uh, <laughs> uh, rescue the crew, SLB, number two, 18,000. Uh, away team's boot camp, A, uh, SLB. Was that an SLB? No, that was an ALB. No, that was an SLB. First place at 30,000. Um, live target practice, 72-hour SLB, 18,000. TNG officer recruit, instance number two, which is actually going on. Oh, no, the SLB already ended. Uh, first place at 18,000. Right there is 200,000, and we've only made it up to September 19th. So we still have here. I'll, I'll just keep going. First place, um, surveyor extraction, number three, 96-hour. 18,000. Away team's boot camp, solo leaderboard, 30,000. Parisi's square, solo leaderboard, 18,000. Parisi's square, um, IMS, then 18,000. That would have put you at 280,000 potential, Jesse, plus the 414,000 that were available 
through free-to-play and tickets, and that puts you at a total potential. If you won the month, if you won everything, 700,000 loot. Yeah. If you won everything. That, that, that's including the ALB that's still going? Um. Yes. No, I did not count that one yet. So you will add... That's a TNG recruit, so you're going to add a potential 18,000 more to that <clears throat> because a first place in the ALB is 18,000. So and then another, the... what, 30K from Parisi Squares? No, I counted Parisi's just now. Okay. I did, I did okay. just now count Parisi Squares. So, so yeah. you would have been uh, at 18. Here, we're going to add a final count. Final count, if you won first place in everything, you whale. Uh, 713,000 <laughs> loot you could have earned. Yeah. <laughs> How much would you have spent to win everything? Did anybody win everything? Bubba, did you win everything? No, yeah. I didn't win. I took second in both mining events. <laughs> um, so I lost the, I'm yeah, a loser. I lost pretty much all Woo. of them. But Dang. I got around five to 600, 500 to 600 uh, of the event store tokens. Well, and I really, I did not even try this month, like at all. I did. I played in uh, the Rescue the Crew. I always liked that. You guys know I like PvP, so I competed in those. I did well in those. Um, so, but so but, can I can I can I talk about Parisi Square for just a second, DJ? Because I think that's kind of the where everyone's like, like the third day felt disappointing. Okay. Right? Yep. Um. So so this is the first time since the Gauntlet. Okay, if you remember the Gauntlet, it was actually last August. So here we are, thirteen months later. Uh, I don't think anyone could say that that the things have not improved in the last 13 months. Scopely has gotten better about a lot of things, although this month may not have been great. Um, so there's obviously something to be said there that you know that there's there's an expectation, but the gauntlet was a disaster. We did three events and then the PVP wasn't ready and they had to delay it. I I don't know four six weeks something like that. And then the ending yeah. was and it the was ending bad. was very disappointing. Um, but so this was their ex this was their time to try and do a tiered event correctly, and we could set an expectation of what to get. I think the question that we should ask is, if this is what we're to expect from a three-tier event, this level of loot, for the amount of effort that you had to put into it, who would participate again? I think, I think that's, that's an excellent question. question. I think that's an excellent question. As a matter of fact, it was the question I posed to the community on the day two event. You guys are going to have to decide whether or not it's worth it to grind in. Because here's, I will say this. Mechanically speaking, Bubba, I like this event way better than Gauntlet, and I didn't even get to place. All right? I did try for a minute, then I backed off because it wasn't going to happen for me. So I didn't make it to the instance milestone. I did not make it to day three. I, I did day one, I tried day two, didn't place, and I was out. Mechanically, I like this way better than the Gauntlet, because day three, day three actually had an obtainable finale, so to speak. Everybody got paid. That was the reward for day two on top of the loot. You got anywhere between 18,000 and 4,500 loot on day two. All right, 4,500 was last place. First place was 18,000. So in my mind, mechanically, I'm putting those two together because you were guaranteed day three, 18,000. So you could have, for your grind, okay? And this is where I feel like people miss the boat. It's still not enough, by the way. But for your grind on day two, 
you could have obtained anywhere between 22,500 and 36,000 loot. That's what you got. That is what you got for the day two grind because day three was the gimme. All right? Day three was the gimme. I am not aware of anybody on any server anywhere that did not hit on day three or event three. I know they were each 48 hours. I'm calling them day one, two, and three. Bear with me. I don't know of anybody that didn't hit on the third event. So you got paid between twenty-two and a half to 36000 for your effort, for your titanium spent, for your time spent on day two. Now, is it enough? Probably not. But is it up to us to determine I, just like I, I, I did? Everybody, I think everybody would have done it. I mean, let's say they just had five Picard shards at the end or something. Everybody would have done it anyways. I mean, we're always looking for stuff to do, right? So Probably, maybe. Some people said it wasn't worth it, and, and I'm not saying that, that mathematically it was equal to a billion tritanium. It actually was not mathematically equal to a billion tritanium. Um, but nonetheless, you know, you say, you say five Picard shards. Well, 36,000 loot divided by 7,000 actually, crazy enough, is five Picard shards. And I'm not meaning to flip this right. back on anybody, but I'm just saying, like, A, they've never done... I mean, this event that we had for 20 days... Big, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what the noise is there. I, when this event that we had this month, Bubba Joe, there can only be one, is the first time they've ever paid out anything like this. But it was a 20-day event, 150 epic shards. I, who knows if we'll ever even see it again. I think it was, I think it was worthwhile and worth chasing for somebody who had the means to chase it, all right? But everybody's got this Tritanium, and, and arguably, even at 36,000 loot, it is significantly higher than anything else that was offered this month. It was the grand finale. And just like anything else always, we got to look at it and determine whether or not it's worth it for us to play. You look at an auction the same way. I mean, Karkin, you looked at your auction for 3 of 10, and you decided you were going to punch it right your first weekend the first auction how yep. did, how did that go for you took the first one which kind of because of the bonuses in the surveyor one basically allowed me to take those moving forward so <clears throat> you won three of ten the first go around and then because of her point bonus you won other mining events and earned additional loot throughout the month so you were rewarded for punching early for that one yeah but then also on the second one i was going to split them and go 50 50 for this the second and third but i ended up figuring on just going all in on the second and totally skipping the third now i kind of regret that now that there's like another 50 shards like 10 to 10 I yeah could be. yeah well that was Arr! that was something different too that we could have but we, that's we okay talk about. 50 shards isn't gonna tear him up for me anyway so that's i'll, I'll, I'll suffer through but, but the, as far as priestly squares, I really, they, to me, it seemed like it was competition based between the two teams. I really would have liked to have seen something at the end, I kind of, uh, to, to make it more of a competition between those two teams or a change in the description of the event so it didn't make it seem like it was. Yeah. So, like, whoever gets to the last milestone on the third day gets a 20,000 bonus for their team. Something. I don't know if that could be programmed in or anything like that, but. Some kind of incentive for on that, you know, something to make that end day competition based. 
Well, I, I, to be honest with you, I think a lot of people actually took a lot of relief in the fact that it wasn't a leaderboard. That was one of the complaints well, this month is that there were too many leaderboards. <clears throat> and not like saying, an individual leaderboard, but like a leaderboard for your team. That's what I'm right, trying to think of how it could be done. But, yeah. You know, but, fundamentally, I would have been even louder like, opposed to that, Bubba, given the events that we got. Because if you were going to on the last day, if you got to, if your team hit the final milestone first, it you know, clicked a bonus and you got an extra twenty thousand for your team. That actually is a cool been, concept. I like that idea. But to do that, done, to do that fundamentally, you would have had to have put in a balancer for Picard versus Riker somehow. Yeah, because, I was bothered by that too because Picard Mostly, was definitely suited for both events, and that was a pain uh, in the butt. All the, right, the, I couldn't plan for this properly, and that bothered me a little bit. Well, now, listen, as far as planning, I, I, I agree that there can be some planning. I do like a couple of twists. I like a couple of surprises here and there. Uh, obviously, I'm a big planner, but, but I also don't mind sometimes trying to figure something out on the fly, which is actually why I really like the last three of ten auction. Now, I didn't play, all right, but yeah. I like what they did there, all right? Well, I feel that this didn't really hurt my range, my bracket level, too much for the uh, – you're saying like oh, so many people sent billions, but because I, had, I was forced to go against some lower level worms, I had to go down shoot instead of up shoot. So my points value was based on the multipliers I could get from my officers. Yeah. So I could come up with some pretty effective crews where I could grind efficiently. But again, it was still a grind, but it wasn't didn't seem as painful as what I'm hearing from you guys. Well, it was a grind. Uh, and of course, against the lower level worms, they're cheaper for sure. And uh, but nonetheless. It, this is why, and I'm going to summarize with this because I feel like we've gone too long on squares, but I did like the mechanic because it couldn't be paid for, Bubba. Uh, and, and that, I know that you kind of disagreed with me earlier about the Tritanium argument, but, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know of any examples at this time where somebody had to go out and buy a Tritanium pack because they were falling behind in the worm event. You know, no, I, I don't I don't disagree with you, DJ. I, I I was pointing out that that was one aspect that could have been a differentiator could have been buying Tritanium. But I agree with you. Nothing about this event was pay to win. And I and good, bad or indifferent. I mean, I think it's generally good. Um, but I wonder if they took it too far. Right. It it felt like that there. It did not feel like there was a competition other than day two. Yeah, it didn't necessarily fit the narrative of Parisi Squares, I suppose, and and I'm a, you know I get that. I'm also somewhat okay with that. Y you guys are definitely more thematically inclined than I am. I'm all about features, you know. I'm all about reward, cost, efficiency, you know. Like I said, Bubba, to me, it doesn't bother me as much that this was not five months worth of straight up TNG lore. You know, I like the Meridian. I like traits. I like away teams assignments. I like the exocomps. So I, that's why I say I'm not wildly dissatisfied with the entire season. We got some very cool features. Uh, we got some very useful features. We got some long lasting features. So, you know, am I disappointed in some of this stuff? Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't make me angry. Um, as this event relates to Parisi squares, you know, no, it's not bloody and violent and, and grueling and to the death and a competition to end all competitions. It didn't end up being that. Me personally, I, I, I don't care, you know, as much. I was looking for, for, you know, payout. I was looking for efficiency, and I still feel like it wasn't there. But I also actually, in summary, feel like 
at 250% higher than any other event for the entire month, I feel like it was ramped up. Just, I mean, wow, what would we have expected? A thousand percent? Because that ain't happening, people. It's never happened in the history of this game, and it's not going to. 250% was actually kind of a ramp up in and of itself. And not only that, that was just for the day three, and, and really in my book, you take day three and day two and you combine them because day three was a gimme. You know, so 36,000 loot for your grind on event day two. I, I don't know if that's worth it to you or not, but obviously up to you to decide. Just like I did, just like Bull did, just like Karkin did, and Handy, and Jesse. They decided whether or not to push. Some of them did, some of us didn't. You got to decide. Went to sleep in fifth and woke up in 20th. (laughs) Did you push back? (laughs) You were, so you. I woke up after the reset, so it was all in at that point. Yeah, I got lucky. Oh, oh, but you finished in 20th. See, I keep forgetting mine was 20th. Mine was only 10. Mine was only 10, daggone it. In big country, we come to you after this break to talk about one of the biggest failures of the entire arc, in my opinion, which was bracketing. We're not going to spend a great deal of time on it, but it is important, and we should address it, and we need to know what these brackets looked like across the entire board because, Bubba Joe, I feel like bracketing this month literally went backwards four months. Uh, I don't know about how you all feel about it. Big countries watching well, football. Uh, we'll talk about it coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, the Sunday night edition of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment as we wrap up TNG, Arc 5, and the entire season. Back after this. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Stuffer's Frozen Entrees, crammed so full of starches and complex carbohydrates that you'll barely be able to drag yourself from the table to the lazy boy. The Internet is flooded with claims of hazardous vaccine side effects. This is a public service announcement to clear up the confusion. The vaccine does not contain a microchip that lets companies track you. No, they track you through apps that allow them to see private conversations, banking passwords, and porn searches. So don't be worried. The vaccine will not cause you shortness of breath while walking around. That's all the weight you gained during lockdown. It would help if you put down the Fritos and picked up some jogging shoes. The vaccine cannot hinder your ability to impregnate a woman, but having a bad haircut and refusing to bathe isn't helping the situation. So even if you can't get the vaccine, you can get some self-respect and clean up your act. And lastly, contrary to claims from rapper Nicki Minaj, the vaccine will not make your testicles swell to giant proportions. But just to be safe, never go to a vaccine clinic that gives you a package deal. Follow these vaccine survival tips and you'll always have a shot.
everybody. Welcome in. Yes. <laughs> Great commercial break, I know. Uh, welcome into the show. Yes, thank you, Rocky. Survivor and I, the Tiger, welcome in <laughs> from the ACDC commercial break. I don't know, listen, I don't know if you're listening to this in podcast form. I have no idea what Snake Eyes has decided on whether or not to leave that in the show or not. So you either got to listen to an amazing commercial or you have no idea what I'm talking about right now, but it could possibly, uh, Bubba Joe, be one of the best ever. Okay. Uh, shout out Nicki Minaj. Uh, <laughs> welcome in. Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about bracketing here for a second because I, I, we've got a lot more to do, and I, I don't want to be out here forever tonight. Big country, are you actually paying attention now? I know you're trying to watch football. Like, can you? Yes. Yeah, all right, you're focused. You're focused in. You ready to go? Mm-hmm. You said that there was one. Well, one big thing. I don't want to say one and only one, but one big thing that you wanted to gripe about this month. As a matter of fact, you told me. You held me at phaser point and said, DJs, if you give this grade, if you give this arc a grade of, of C or higher, I'm booting you from the alliance. That's what you said. You said that there was absolutely no way on the face of this earth that we could allow them to take this many steps back on bracketing. Big country... Tell us your honest-to-goodness thoughts, why you feel that way, where's your data to support it, and, uh, and let's talk about bracketing. Well, they're, they're literally, you know, they're not competitive and the least bit, and they are so unfair from a gaming standpoint that, you know, it's, I'm sure, you know, for me, you know, when I look at it, it's, it's uh, discouraging to the to I'm sure the majority of the players, you know. Um, so that that is, you know that that's where it comes down to when you when the bracket comes out and if I'm a level forty six and I'm a level forty seven and I'm in a and I'm in a mining event with a level fifty, I already know like I, I can't compete. You can not even counting all the research. In the ship upgrades, but they have a they have a extra ship dock, so you're going five ships to six ships. Like you, you, you can't compete, you know. So if you're a forty six, a forty seven, a forty eight, you know, and you're in that bracket with the fifty, you know, and then even at the lower brackets, you know, you got G three and G four ships mixed together. And granted, some of it may be closer depending upon. But already out of the gate, like you, you can't compete, you know. And the same with like in the PvP, or you know, you're killing Reds. You know, obviously, if I'm going to kill Worms and I'm a level fifty, well, I'm already up advantage because I, if I am a level fifty, I probably have an epic ship, you know, um, and I probably have a rare ship. So I already have two ships going. If I'm a level 46, you know, my one rare ship isn't going to compete with a level 50s epic ship at the rate of which they can kill um, reds. So, like, you're already, like, you're already out. You're already out. And it showed because I looked and I kept track of everyone. And for the entire month, the entire month, you know, uh, not 
are only one, twice in the entire month the level 46 or a level 47 finish in the top 20. And not one time did they finish in the top 10. So they couldn't get any stars. They couldn't get, you know, the higher loot when it comes to that. Like I said, it, it was clear in that. And like I said, to me, like, and that's just my bracket. I'm sure it was like that in the other brackets as well. But it is just, uh, it's discouraging. And listen, to me, and you know, listen, a level 46 and a level 47, like those are whales as well that put a lot of time and a lot of money into the game. And if I'm them, if I'm a customer, like I'm upset because I'm like, I, I can't even compete. You know, what's the sense of progressing when this is what this is what I, you know, kind of am going up against? I agree with with literally everything you just said. Uh, you guys know I'm a brand new I say brand new, but what? I went 41 during the Picard arc, which was when, Bubba Joe? That was, was that arc two or arc three? I don't remember. Arc two. Arc two. So I went to 41 during arc two. Here we are in arc five. So I've been here for 90 days. Uh, I told you last month I did not win Troy. I could not get Troy from any auction. This month I did not win three of ten. Could not place in any auction. All right, I did the milestones, I did the battle pass, I did the uh, the mining event. I think there was there were some shards in one of these events here towards the end. Anyway, long story short, I I did not get her unlocked. I was not in Karkin's spot because I'm a 41 competing in the 40 through 45 bracket. Now, big, uh, let's be specific. Let's drill down. Let's look at a couple of examples. You called out mining. 40 to 45, 46 to 50, all right? Uh, arguably, 39 and down, I think you have less uh, cause of concern because you can get a faction miner at Ops 30, okay? So yeah, you, you, is, you got all that time to develop that pass. ship. You got all that time to develop the ship. What, Big? In there, you get the extra ship dock at uh, 28 and then... 38. In there, 38. Like an extra ship dock at 39, correct? It's 38, I think. Uh, is it 39? It might be 39. 20, 28, 38, and 48. 28, 38, 48. There you go. So, so a 37 should not be in the same category Actually, as a 39. I think we're being told like pretty overwhelmingly it's 39. Maybe, maybe 38. You know what? I bet it's 38 where you can unlock it, but I bet it's 39 before you can upgrade it. You remember that stupid thing? You can... No. Oh, no, it is 39. Right there it is. And Hani shows it. Fleet Commander Ops 39. There you go. Boom. Oh, well. All right. Um, so, anyway, th- Ops 39. Now, let's let's throw another example. I'm, I'm okay with that. But, but here's the thing. What do you do with the 39s? Because the 39s have very loudly, very play. If Truck and Chick were here right now, Big Country, you'd get a spanking. All right? Because Truck and Chick has said, don't you dare take the 39s and put them with the 40s. No, no, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm being honest, and I know that this is not definitely what they want to hear, but every level should be its own bracket. The 50s with the 50s, the 49s with the 49s, all the way down to the 28s. It should be its own bracket. I don't care if it's too much payout. No, it's not. There's so much watered down when it comes to 
officers and 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 the way they they uh, store stuff the way it is now. No, the only way for it to be fair is every bracket is its own or every level is its own bracket. All right. So I, let's yeah. let's say let's say I agreed with that because <clears throat> I I don't uh, know that I do. But but let's say that I did for a second. Do you not think that that uh, was... seems like the categories? Yeah, yeah, but think about this for a second, okay? <laughs> what you're doing, right. what you're doing, is eliminating competition. I mean, guys, you're straight up eliminating competition. If, if this happened, if well, this well, happened, how are you? Okay, actually, I'm just curious. Why no, would you on, say you're Let me finish. Competition? Let me finish. If you do All this. Right. There are so few players competing in every single bracket. You can kiss 30 deep leaderboards goodbye. Like, okay, let's pretend that they did this. What do you think would happen to rewards? Because they're not gonna they're not gonna multiply by five big. If you no, got, they should no, they should stay the same. They, they should stay they're the not same. going if, to. If it, if it only if it only pays out like the top ten, but I bet you if you know, if the, you know, was like, hey, listen, a lot of time the rewards is five shards. That's it. It's five shards. And you're going to you know, see, you and you're going to see, and you're going to see, listen, I, I, I'm being objective here, and I'd love to hear anybody yeah. else see. If, if you were sitting in Scopely's chair right now, and you weren't yeah. dying with hysterical laughter right now, all right, <laughs> what you're going yeah, and, to, and you what know what I was saying? And, and that's mostly because they have a huge disconnect between what they think, you know, them and playing the game. So uh, they can laugh, and, and it probably is funny to them, but that's because, you know, they don't know the game. All right. Let, let's let's back up for a second. Go ahead, Handy. Go ahead. All right. I, I just wanted to say, like, I kind of agree with you in the fact that on some servers, like on mine where there's, like, 20 level 50s, uh, it's it's tough. So I think level 50s should be in their own bracket, and then maybe, like, 46 to 49 – and then they should be split up a lot more, but for every level, no. It's going to be too much. It's going to come out too much. And here's what would happen. Here's what would happen. And, and you guys, listen, you, you, can, you can call me a shill or you can say I'm an idiot or whatever you want to say, but, but m- trust me, all right, here's what would happen. If you widen, if you narrow those brackets like that, they already know what they're going to pay out. Okay, they know what they're going to pay out next month. They know what they're going to pay out the month after. If you do this, you're going to see leaderboards that were 25 deep before or 15 deep or 10 deep, and you're going to see it. Hey, where's Commander Taylor? Tell me about the leaderboard on your server. All right, because I remember having conversations with some of these low-pop servers where the Jelly event had one spot, folks. One. All right, I'm here to tell you, I, I am all for fair competition, which means that I would be in favor of rehashing these brackets. Do I think there's a problem? Absolutely. Let's let's name it. The mining, okay, fine. With 39, I can almost kind of see that, but but the 39s are not going to like that. Secondly, okay. secondly, hang on, uh, assignments, all right? The 36s were in with the 39s. Guess what the 39s have access to? Epic assignments. 36s through 38 were in the same bracket, had zero access to an epic assignment, meaning that they literally had to spend twice as many speed-ups for the same number of points. Not fair. I can agree with that, Big. Not fair. Okay? But to put 
every single bracket. I mean, you're talking. There's only 12 brackets per server. Now you're talking about taking it up to 50. All right, they're not gonna. They're not gonna keep the payouts the same. It would be. It would be insane to to expect that they would. All right. Uh, PVP. PVP. Here's another. Hang on. Rescue the crew. I'm gonna say my piece now. Rescue the crew. All right. 36 through 41. And and I we've we've said this till we're blue in the face. You're not in the same bracket. 36 to 39's in a bracket, 40 and 41's in a bracket. You share a system. Should that be corrected? Yes, it should. But do 36's and 39's, uh, do they need to be in a separate PvP bracket? No, they do not. No, they don't. All right? Because I'm here to tell you, at 39, the only ship differential they've got is a jellyfish, and I'm here to tell you, that ain't no PvP ship. That is a non-issue. Not only is it a non-issue, but if someone's crazy enough to be flying a jelly in PvP, you should be looking at that with your auger or your enterprise and thinking, hmm, freebie points. Okay? You want the jellies in your PvP event. Okay? Like, hear me, people. You want the jellies in your PvP event because they give massive points. All right? IPP says, I'm pissed about it. I'm 37. I'm competing with a 41. No, you are not. Incorrect. Fake news. Hashtag wrong. Okay? 36 to 39, 40 to 41. Okay? Those Easy. Are the what I'm saying is that, like, in my brackets, it was 46 through 50. Okay? And, yeah, it was paying 30 spots. I don't think that it goes down. I'm not saying that you do 46 by itself, 47 by itself, 48 by itself, 40, you know, all by itself through 30 spots. Look, I would be fine if we just paid out the top 10 in each one, but each one should have its own. You know, a 46 by itself, top 10. You know, 47 by itself, top 10. But the payouts that they're paying now, like, they should be the same. We're, we're a level 50. One level 50 gets five shards. One level 49 gets five shards. One level 48 gets five shards. Like, that is what I'm saying. Like the payouts should be the same, and it should be, you know, by level. It doesn't have to go as deep. No, like, obviously I'm not saying that. But I'm Wait, saying, so are you saying there's only like a first and second place, or first, second, and third? Yeah, like a top three, just like what? how they do now with the charts. Mm. You know, so it's like you know, top three, top place, four. But or... <clears throat> I, I just know, like for me, like if I'm a 46 and I'm looking at that. And like I said, not one time did a 46 or a 47 or even a 48 for that matter, which nobody stays 48 because it's only three buildings. But what I'm saying is that at no time did any one of those levels finish in the top 10 and only a hand, like one or two times did they finish in the top 20. A lot of them finished 20 to 30. You know, and to me, like, I already know when I start that I'm, I'm already out. If I'm a 46 or a 47. And like I said, I know it's the same through a lot of the other brackets. I can only speak to what I see on, like, a regular bracket. But I would be anxious to see, like, if you were a 46 or a 47 in our server, like, how many 3 of 10 shards did you get? Because you couldn't compete in any of the leaderboards. You were already locked out. Listen, I don't, I don't disagree. Okay, bracketing is certainly a problem. I agree with you there. I, I think we definitely disagree on the yeah. proposed outcome, all right, on, on what should be done. But, but it is a problem. I, me, for example, 
but I haven't, aside from Rescue the Crew, which I do love, and I and just like you guys did with the Worms, I'll spend hundreds of millions of trade in that event handy because I just love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just love PvP during that event. I will, regardless of rewards, I will go spend half a billion trite. Okay? I love it that much. That said, that said, that was the only, the only leaderboard I got to play in this month. The only one. I couldn't do it in the grinding ones. Obviously, I couldn't do it in the away teams. I, you know, I guess I did it with the Armada ones, uh, Big Country. But I could not... As a 41, I am just in that spot. I did not place in any auction. I could not place in any auction. I just am out. So, yes, I agree. Being in a, in a group with 45. And how does that make you feel? Well, it's, it's crappy. It's crappy. I don't disagree. Like I said, I agree that bracketing is an issue. Okay? I, I just I don't know if I, if I see the solution your way. I think that the brackets just need to be rewritten for the events. Okay. Like, like or, you, you guys were talking about uh, the PvP, for example. 30, uh, what was it, 33 and 34 are in the same bracket, I think somebody said. So 33 and 34, there is arguably a, a difference there. A 34 launched an epic ship, most likely, you know? Uh, now, again, just like with the Jelly, I would argue at how good that ship is at Tier 1 or Tier 2. I, I think we've always said... A well-developed Sally or a well-developed um, <clears throat> uh, uh, Bordas or even a well-developed Burrell, if you built an, a rare ship, will will really go to town on a Tier 1 or Tier 2 epic. Okay? Tier 1s and Tier 2 ships, they're not really worth anything, folks. I mean, we've said that from, from day one. It takes probably, what, Tier 4 for it to really start to get decent. All right? <clears throat> Now, Jess says, I'm at 35, and I still don't have an epic ship. Now, you need to be careful there, Jess. You need to, to take a quick pause and evaluate your position there because should you be 35 with no epic ship? You, you, well, you see what I'm saying? Some people have. Some people have. That's not a choice that I would have made. All right? But I know that some people do it. And your game is your, your, you know, your game, is your game to play your way. I don't think that there's actually a right or wrong way to do that. But you you got to be careful. And if you put yourself in a position, for example, to be 35 without an epic ship, then you have to know that when you're competing, you know, head-to-head in an event where somebody could have an epic ship, that could present, present a problem for you. You know, I'm not saying that anything is anybody's fault, but if we make a choice in a game to put ourselves in position A and then ultimately we find out we should have been in position B, it's kind of hard to blame the game. Now, so, that said, what, you know, you've got many ops failures. Go ahead, Jesse. I was going to say, what if they added a points multiplier based off the, you know, because they put the lower levels at certain, you know, at these different breakpoints in the game or these milestones in the game. What if they gave the lower levels a points multiplier? That way, you know, you know, the higher levels, they have a higher chance of getting points based naturally but the lower levels can catch up to those higher levels and make that bracket a little bit more fair for them or they like, could just like a handicap know, yeah like a handicap and or what they could do is just change the brackets depending on the type of event that's what i think you know that's what i think that the the, the easiest solution is a complete revamp of brackets for any and all leaderboards <clears throat> if it's away team's assignments 
Don't put 39s with the 36s. Really, truthfully, 39s could be with 41s. All right? PVP? Trucking chick would kill me, but 39s could be with 41s. 39, I mean, 41 is the new 39. Does anybody disagree with that statement? 41 is actually the new 39 as compared to a year ago. Aren't yeah, you? I totally it, yeah. agree. It really kind of is, and I know the 39s are going to just lynch me for saying that. Truck and chick, again, she'd spank both of us now, big. All right, well, but you've got a ton of people sitting at 39, but really they should be leveling up. I, oh, yeah. you in know, my opinion. Well, the game has changed to the point where 49 or, or 41 kind of is a good new holding position. Like I, I'm holding well here. Now, granted, here's the big difference, though, Jesse. I'm not going to win anything. I'm winning nothing based on current brackets. And this is why someone's going to say it's biased and it's unfair and it's jaded because I'm wanting to put myself back on the top of the, of the leaderboard bracket. But, I mean, really, when you, when you mathematically look at it, you got the jelly. You can't yet build a Kelvin. And that's what you don't want. Right. You don't want a 41 with a 42. All right? Because the Kelvin, right. the Kelvin's going to smash everything. All right? Or any of the uncommon well, ships. But with the jelly, I mean, here's the thing. Captain Bull will tell you. I can, if, if I were crazy enough, and we've run this test in the past, not recently, but if I loaded my jelly up, well, we did it with Foe. We did it with Foe, who's a listener of the show. A level 50, as a matter of fact. Bull, can you remind me the power of that jelly? It was big. What was it, 12 million, 10 million? It was over 10 million. It was over 10 million. All right. Now, he did bring a crap crew, in fairness, because we were just playing. He brought a crap crew. Bull hit him and died with his Enterprise, which was Tier 8 at the time, and, a, and an anti-jelly crew, so he used Marcus. He hit him once, died. I hit him the second time and killed him. This was a level 50 with a 10 million jelly. So, guys, don't be scared of the jellyfish. The jellyfish are, are weak sauce. Okay? In PvP, they, they, they're not a PvP ship. Don't be scared of those. No. Right? It's squishy. Don't be scared of those. That said, now Bizarro says, you know what? You know what? DJ, hang on. You're missing one. The change to 39 to 41 could give 41 an advantage because of G4 faction miners. That's arguable too, Bizarro. <laughs> hey, hey yeah, no. I don't know. Hey, hey, G4 players, are you guys uh, getting wildly better results out of your G4 miners than you are your G3s? Cause I'm no, no. <laughs> absolutely not. Now you're no, right. <laughs> you're right, Bizarro. They could have the ship, but we we've broken this out mathematically speaking. For a G four miner to actually hold more, mine faster, and and just overall be better than a than a maxed faction miner, it takes tier six, which you're not getting at ops forty one. So, uh, so you do have to be a little bit cautious uh, or, or a little bit cognizant of that. <laughs> Epic assignments, well, okay. like I said, was another one. Uh, you know, give me give me one or two more before DJ. we move on. I don't want to beat a dead Hang horse. On. Go ahead, Bob. DJ. Yep. So, I think here's the thing. I think that we need to be thinking about. It's not that the leader. So, I, I mean, I I would love for single ops level leaderboards. I think that that's that's an improvement that needs to be made. Uh, or not, I'm sorry, that's an improvement that could be made that would make a lot of players happy, players like Big and a lot of other players. However, what I think actually needs to happen is there needs to be some intelligent design behind the leaderboards. Like you've been talking about, 
Um, is it fair to have a 39 with a 38 in an away team's assignment leaderboard? And the answer is obviously no. Is it fair to have a 48 or a 49 in the same bracket as a 48 or 47 in a mining event when they can upgrade their discovery to go to deeper systems? And the answer is obviously no. So what needs to happen is that somebody who understands the research and the ships and the breakdowns to set those leaderboards intelligently, as opposed to just saying 40 plus in a leaderboard and then whatever's below that. And I, I'm sorry, I don't follow what's in the 30 leaderboards. It's just because I'm not there. I haven't been there for a long time. But whether it's, oh, well, this one we're going to open wide, it's going to be 40 plus, or this one we're going to open up a little bit and it's going to be 46 plus. No, look at the event, look at how you're scoring, offer some intelligent design to the leaderboards. And if they can do that, I think that will make people happy. It will make people like big happy because then you don't have tier one and tier two 46 ships trying to compete against even tier one or tier two 50 ships, right? It's, it, um, that's, that's the part that they need to do um, to, to balance the leaderboards. And until they do that, the leaderboards are always going to be garbage, unfortunately. Well, that's that's what they were, and, and unfortunately this month they were worse than they have been uh, throughout the rest of the TNG arcs, and we'll wrap no, I, with that. So uh, go ahead. I, dis I disagree. So, so, for example, and this applies to everything, so look at a material spend auction, right? How is a 40 going to compete with a 39, right? Or a 42, right? So uh, how is a 50 going to compete with a 49? Look at all – look at when you're building leaderboards, it has to be built based on the availability – to score points in the event. And if they can do that for all of the leaderboards, as opposed to just saying, we're going to throw this leaderboard on all of these events, then then it will actually balance out, right? The, the problems that big countries talking about get fixed. The problems that we've been talking about on material spend auctions get fixed. If they would just look at the ability for players to score points um, in their leaderboard, then and set the leaderboards accordingly and it doesn't have to be single ops levels but it has to be set intelligently and if they can do that that will i believe fix the problem i agree with that wholeheartedly if you rehash all of them as you say based on scoring mechanics then you can fix it you know again why would an ops 36 be in the same bracket as a 39 and, and why would you even give 36 an event that shows the ability to score points on an epic assignment when they literally cannot do one. They cannot do it. All right. So, so this is what we're talking about, Scopely. The, the brackets are too blindfolded. They're too generic. They don't fit. They're not fair. They do not foster competition. And, and I want to wrap with this a big to your point because I never got back around to it. Uh, I told you that I felt like single ops brackets would eliminate competition because I, I think that I think that it would. I think at that point the leaderboards would become so narrow, so shallow in depth that that Scopely would be basically just you know give one or two prizes out to whoever could either a spend the most time or b spend the most money. And I don't think that that's a good thing. Further, I would never have a chance to play against Captain Bull again. No, he's a 42. I'm a 41. Snake Eyes is a 42. I never have a chance to play against Burden, who's, uh, what, a 42 or a 43 now? Like, I, I, 
I think that there is, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think that there is some fun and some uh, element of, of pride. We talk about pride all the time, but uh, Bubba, you, you do events not for rewards. You do it for pride. There are a few elements to competition that require you being able to punch above your pay grade. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I mean, that's, that's a thing. DK, I guess. And I, I just wanna, Hang on. Oh, I want to rebut one sentence. Go ahead. If, okay. If it were per the type of event, like I could see single level brackets for some things. I could see two, two level brackets for other things and five level brackets for others. You know, it's, one of those things, yeah, yeah, I could see it happen, but it's not going to take away the competition if, you know, if you separate it in such a way to where it's not like, okay, well, we're just going to do single level for everything because then that's not going to make any sense. And big um, before I before I come back to your last line, I want to read two lines out of chat. Then we're going to give big the final word. We're going to take our break, and we've got a we've got a few things to wrap up with. Captain Planet says they don't actually foster competition though. DJs, are you competing now? If you're not competing at all because there's 45s in the bracket, then that's actually eliminating the competition. I am not competing now, but that's also because I'm a 41 against 45s. And and anybody, anybody who's in that range, 40 to 45, knows that there is literally a world of difference there. It is not the same, for example, as 36 to 39. As Dekix points out, regardless of brackets today, if you're a 36... And with 39s in your bracket, you literally, within the current economy of the game, could be 39 within three to four months, competing with the 36s. So his argument is that everything will come full swing. The only reason I don't like that argument, Dekix, is why does someone always have to be the quote-unquote victim? Why does someone have to always be the underdog? Although, I guess there is always an underdog story. I, I, you know, I guess there's always going to be the top seed and there's always going to be the bottom seed. So I... I guess I kind of get that. But no, I'm not competing now because I literally can't. Now, if I was competing against only 41s, <laughs> there's a chance, there's probably a high degree of chance that I would win a lot more than I'm winning. All right. I'm very analytical. I'm very strategic. I'm very mathematical. I would probably do very, very well, just like I did when I was 39. That might be competition, but then what would happen to the other 41s who look at me and are like, there's no point. No point going against DJs. He's always winning. <laughs> Not that I would complain about that particular problem, but I'm just saying there are, there's two sides of this conversation, and, and I just think one ops band is, is not not the, the proper answer. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change too many things. Big, you, you do get the final word. I promise I won't say anything back. You can say whatever you want. Call me a poopy face. <laughs> If you want, I, I, I you get said, the final word. You did you, you you actually made my point. You you literally make my point. I, and I, but I don't see how. I mean, obviously you see it different, but you you exactly said that. You you don't compete now because you cannot compete with a forty five. So there's no competition for you. But if you were by yourself, you know, then you would win the bracket. And maybe the other 41s would feel like they can't compete, but they already feel like that now. But now if it's just you, maybe it does spark more competition. So to me, like, I think what you're saying is exactly what my point is. Like right now, if I'm charmed or if I'm wicked witch 
and I'm a 46, and it's a quote-unquote PvP or a mining event, and I'm going against Fog and myself and the other level 50s, Cal, I know right now there is no competition. But if I'm only competing against other 46s, okay, I can compete with that person. And, and I think it creates more competition with it. And, like, to your point, too, like you were saying, look, you don't get to battle against – I think when you're doing the PvP, you know, a lot of times a lot of those – you know, are grouped together in the same system. So you could still, you know, battle Bull or battle Burden, you know, battle those other guys in PvP, but your points would count towards your level 41 bracket. And in your bracket, you would only be competing against other 41s. And to me, I look at it when I see that, I see better competition because more people can get involved in that. Right now, when you group them like this, already 75% are locked out because they cannot compete with the, the ones that win the events. That's all. Fair enough. Very good. Thank you, all of you, for your passionate uh, conversation about this. Clearly, Scopely, there is a problem. <laughs> like, if I'm wrapping up, Bubba, I'd say clearly, Scopely, maybe the answer is not 100% defined and found inside this podcast, but clearly you have a problem. Whether we agree on what should be done, Big, I think 100% right. of us can agree there is a problem here, and, <laughs> and it needs to be addressed. Uh, Herc says, uh, DJ, you're contradicting yourself. You're not competing against 45s because you can't, but that's fostering competition. Listen, Please don't get it twisted. I am not defending the brackets the way they are. I agree. I, I don't know about single ops. Uh, maybe Big is winning me over, okay? I don't know that I 100% fully uh, get in with that, but definitely bracketing is wrong, Herc. I'm not arguing that bracketing is not broken. It is completely busted, all right? Way so busted, <laughs> okay? I am not arguing that it's fine. I am, I am maybe arguing the proposed solution, definitely not arguing that it's fine. Okay, let me be very clear about that. Um, very good. But I think what everybody can say is that there's definitely, there's definitely something wrong here, Scopely. Okay, there's definitely something wrong. All right, especially when you're looking at material spend, you're looking at PvP, you're looking at epic assignments, you're looking at mining. I mean, just, just all of them. All of them need a good hard look. Player advisory panel <laughs> it, it, it comes back I, I can offer the same three line suggest or three word suggestion every single show Bubba Joe player advisory panel we could probably tell you about some of these problems we could probably fix some of these problems I'm just saying do you think we will ever see it though realistically we actually already have it T technically handy the player advisory well panel exists they're not they are <laughs> using it and, and by the way some of you know who you are you're not allowed to say who you are, okay? Trust me, the people who are on the player advisory panel, they're not allowed to tell you that you're on the player uh, that they're on the player advisory panel, okay? They have had to sign NDAs. They are not allowed to reveal who they are. There is indeed a player advisory panel. However, it's not it's not being utilized 100% the way I want right now. The fact that it exists is a huge victory. 
Okay, just just to be clear, the fact that exists is a huge victory. But right now they are uh, mainly playtesting advanced features. For example, all right, and those of you who are on the player advisory panel will obviously silently nod your head. They knew about trait XP three months ago, four months ago. I mean, it's been a thing. All right, they were playtesting this months ago. So, um, and that further illustrates my point that things are in development way longer than we may give them credit for. But, but the player advisory panel uh, play tested that. So it's, you know, I'm glad that it's here. I wish we could use it a little bit more proactively. I wish that we would use it not just for four month or five or six month features, but looking at things like this, problem solving brackets, problem solving events and arcs and scoring and et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, Bizarro says, how does one join? No idea. They, they picked people. I have no idea. I had nothing to do with it. Um, I did not, I mean, I did not get to, to organize it. Okay. They, you know, obviously we pitched the plan. I honestly didn't even know that they did it at first, but they did it. So I'm thrilled. I'm glad. If I don't get to be a part of it, that's fine too. At least it exists. Um, so I'm really happy with that. But don't don't expect anybody to ever know. The community cannot go to them. <laughs> no. All right. No, they cannot go to them. Uh, the player advisory panel is not here for community feedback. They are literally here for player feedback on on features and play tests. Okay, that that's what they're there for. But the and the only reason I tell you that they're here is to let you know that Scopely did create that panel. I just think we need to use them more, and we need to use them more in real time. All right. Uh, so there you go. Nothing better says, hey, can we take the best player ideas for bracketing and then put it in a vote and present the winning idea to Scopely as the solution to move forward with? Sure. We can also bake a cake with an explosive in it and send it to Wiley Coyote. Uh, <laughs> no, listen, in all seriousness, yeah, absolutely. We can do anything we want. Bracketing is something that Scopely is no stranger to. Nothing better. We, uh, come on. We've been screaming about this for how long? And, and we feel like it got better. We feel like it got a little bit better during the first couple of TNG arcs. And then, and then this month it just got crappy again. You know, I, I, so I don't know. It, I don't. I don't know why there cannot be a permanent stick to it plan when it comes to brackets. I, I, I don't get it. I don't know. Don't tell me. I don't know. And there you go, bumfuzzled DJ. This cute and cuddly and now confused kitten on why brackets continue to plague otherwise decent ideas from Scopely. You know. This the features, and we've seen it in chat a dozen times. Great features this month, but events continue to bum puzzle us, and and brackets continue to demotivate us and put us down and make us depressed. And as Foe pointed out in chat, you should be making us excited. You should be making us want to spend. You should be giving us, even if it's the illusion, you should be giving us the illusion that we could possibly potentially win. Make me swipe my card. (laughs) Make me feel like I can win at least. (laughs) I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that. I don't know. At least lie to me, Scopely. Lie to me and tell me I'm pretty, would you please? Just tell me I'm pretty. We're going to take a break, everybody. 
<laughs> Lie to me, baby. Tell me I'm beautiful. <laughs> Good night. It sounds stupid when I say it out loud, but my God, here we are. Guys, we're going to take a break. <laughs> my name is Ultimate DJs, and I just want you to lie to me and tell me I'm pretty. We are Talking Trek. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a second. Hang on. Or maybe not. I might be lying to you. I don't know. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Irish Sting, the deodorant soap that wakes up your skin with just a hint of battery acid. Welcome back to Scared at Five. I'm Don Deathly. Sue Strangler is in for Don Drownham. Take it away, Sue. Is there a 45-foot boa constrictor living inside your household plumbing? And does it have COVID? It's a long story, and we'll unravel it later. But first... Do Instagram filters cause cancer? And do the filters have COVID? It's hard to picture, but there's no air brushing the fact that it's possible. We'll have the photo finish around the corner, but first, can microwave popcorn give you Ebola? And does Ebola have COVID? We'll have a kernel of truth in seconds, but first... A public service announcement about the brain-killing parasite that could be in your drinking water. And if it does kill you, could your coffin have COVID? Find out next on Scared at Five, your home for news so good it's terrifying. Seven five three zero nine. Garrick says, why the hell are these numbers etched into my brain forever? Surely, could it be this song? Is this the reason that these numbers... I mean, obviously, it's got to be. But how powerful? <laughs> how powerful is this number? Yeah, that's right. Captain Planet saying, listen, I got drunk one night and I drunk dialed 
800 a hundred times. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, good evening. Welcome in. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. As we get ready to wrap up our Sunday night show here, uh, having a little bit of fun, and uh, want to uh, take a minute. There's two things that we want to get to uh, before we wrap up, just in like in the next 15, 20 minutes, because we got to get ready to go. Uh, Bubba Joe, let's talk very quickly about this multiphasic store. I didn't even put it in the show teaser. I forgot all about the multiphasic store, but Magali, as much as we're giving them grief about stuff they've done wrong with this arc, kind of have to feel like the multiphasic store actually, actually looks pretty juicy. All right. I'm liking the multiphasic store. Uh, let's very briefly give you a quick how-to. All right. What is? I, I've heard this question. We, we made a video on it. I know not everybody watches the stuff, but it's the, I probably sent that link to so many people over the last 72 hours. Um, just get the YouTube, watch it. If you got 20 minutes, watch it. Baba Joe is there. Arian is there. Uh, Jesse is on there as well. Karkin, I think. Uh, you weren't there that night. Um, we, we've got a couple of our guests on with that video explaining multiphasic loot. But long story short, Bubba Joe, multiphasic loot is a Scopely reward program. It's bonus. It's reward. It's extra. I was there. I was just in the corner. That's right. You were hiding out. It's extra. Okay. Um, uh, Captain Oblivious, I'm with you. He says, I'm confused about people complaining about the multiphasic store. I don't understand that really either, to be honest with you. Admiral Poops a lot says the multiphasic store is actually pretty cool, giving us a little something extra when uh, they save a little money. Kind of surprising. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, you and I have mm-hmm. both run into this conversation. You and I have both said, uh, or both had people come to us and said, Scopely's making more money. I refuse. Correct. Let me say this again. <laughs> Scopely's making wait, wait, more wait. money. If I buy a pack in the PC store, I refuse. Yeah, but they're giving you more. So what's the problem? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. That, I, that really, truly escapes me. Bottom line, folks. Lord Neelix, you're the perfect player. Let me, let me explain this to you. I'm going to have... You guys, excuse me for a second. I'm going to have a one-on-one conversation with Lord Neelix. Lord Neelix, I know that you're not a big spender in this game. As a matter of fact, you're largely free to play. You probably pick up a battle pass here and there, right? You are the person that I want to talk to right now because you are the player that the multiphasic store had in mind when creating this program. You are the customer. Thank you. You know what, Neelix, you and I, we're going we're gonna to have a candlelight dinner. We're going to uh, look into each other's eyes and talk about kitty cats. And then I'm going to explain to you the love and adoration behind the thought of multiphasic currency. Now, <laughs> I'm not really going to do all that. Yeah, maybe I will. All right, multiphasic currency. Here, let's start at the very beginning. You need to download the PC version and create a Scopely ID, Lord Neelix. I'm going to give you the steps, 1 through 16. Step 1. Create a Scopely ID. You too, Alf. We'll talk to you too. Alf, you can be here. You can be the third leg. Come on, pull up a chair. Let's have some sketty. All right. Alf, create a Scopely ID. All right. Go into 
Go into your game account right now, whether you have it in, on any other accounts or anything else. Create a Scopely ID. You have to start there. You must have a Scopely ID. Step two, download the Star Trek Fleet Command PC version on any client that runs Windows. Okay? Any Windows device. It must run Windows in order to be uh, supportive of the PC client. All right? If you have a Chromebook, <laughs> sorry, I can't help you with that. If you have a MacBook, sorry, I can't help you with that yet either. <laughs> you got to have a PC. All right? You can do thingies. All right, you could do thingies. I, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Ripper could tell you how to make thingies work. But you download the PC client. Install said PC client. Log in. Attach your Scopely ID. And now you have cross-platform play. You now have cross-platform play that allows you to access your device across multiple devices and in turn backs up your game account in the cloud so that you never are at risk for losing your account again. Okay? Step three. If and when you are ready, Lord Neelix, visit your pay store. Visit your pay store on the PC version. Because if you happen to visit it on the mobile version, and then you look at it on the PC version, you will actually notice that the packs are identical in their traditional contents. With one exception. The PC version of the pay store is targeted with one additional currency. That additional currency is multiphasic credits. The multiphasic credits are a reward token of sorts. They are extra value. They are included at the same price as everything, and they're included on every single pack in the pay store at a value of $19.99 American or higher. Wham, don't steal my thunder. Don't steal my thunder, Wham! <laughs> I'm teasing. All right. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Spock the Avenger. This is this is this, the comment that I'm having. Let me finish my tutorial. I'm going to come back. All right, PM me that because I want to read it. Copy and paste it and, re and, and PM it to me because I want to read it. I'm going to give you a platform for your cause. All right, step number four, Lord Neelix. When you're ready, buy the pack in the PC store. When you buy it in the PC store, you're also going to get the multiphasic credits. If you buy it in the mobile version, you do not get the multiphasic credits. All right. Once your account has obtained multiphasic credits, then a new store will appear in your store tab. So you click on, what is it, the, uh, the Alliance button, bottom left-hand corner. Then click on the Golden Store button. And that's where you've got like your offers and your gifts and your alliances, your territory, consumables, away team store. And now to the far right, multiphasic credit store. If you have multiphasic credits, you won't see it. You won't see it if you don't have any. But if you do own a multiphasic credit, then the store will appear to you. And inside this store, Lord Neelix, is a plethora of player choice. For these 1,600 for a $100 pack, 750 credits for a $50 pack, and 250 credits for a $20 pack, 
can allow you to come into this multiphasic store and purchase additional bonus materials and resources per your choice. Per your choice. You can choose Federation faction credits. You could choose independent credits. You could choose G4 Plus players, battleship parts. You could choose Latinum. You could choose Dilithium and Gas. You could also choose Tritanium and Crystal. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 10. There's 10 in my store. Now, 39 and down, I think, are going to have a couple less. I think 39 and down only have 7. That's because your ship packs are combined, okay? Uh, but a G4 Plus, you're going to have the extra ship packs, all right? Bottom line, thank you, Captain Mark. There is a picture of the beloved multiphasic store, and inside this store, you do, in fact, get to choose your additional currency. Now, I might answer the question that nothing better says. What about Google Play? Yes, Google Play does, in fact, offer a loyalty program. As a matter of fact, it's 1% cash back. 1% cash back. If you're a big spender, it could be 1.2% or even 1.4% cash back, potentially. And then on occasion, you are going to get some special offers. Like we just got here not too long ago, it was, it was basically 50% off. So I got 2% cash back from Google Play. Or we can utilize the multiphasic credits the loyalty program in, introduced by Scopely to motivate people to use their PC version and get a whopping 7 to 10% cash back, everybody. 7 to 10%. Daggone! And the game name is showing 15, uh, 15 times points boost. You know what? Do, do what you got to do, man. I use my credit cards whoever's giving me the best offer at the time. If Google Play is offering you 15 times, uh, 15 points per dollar for the next three days, do that. That's pretty big, but that's not normal. And listen, Scopely ain't naive. Apple and Google are both going to offer promotions and things that try to get people to pay through their store. That's the whole point. And that's exactly what Scopely is doing here with Exola. I can't say their name, Bubba, without singing it. It sounds like Ricola, like those cough drops. Exola. That's what I think. Every time I hear it, I think I sing it. Six, six, Ola. Anyway, uh, that's what it is. And so to that point, Lord Nalix, why are they doing it? Because using the PC pay store is cheaper. We assume as a community, we know what Apple and Google are charging. We assume it's 30%. Most people have agreed with that. Most people think it's 30%. Okay. I don't disagree. I think it probably is 30%. Uh, Apple has come out before and said that it's roughly 30%. So 30% is what they're paying in just fees every single time that you, that you do this through the Apple store. Well, Exola says right on their website that, uh, that their fees are 5%. All right. Uh, I don't think it's just 5%. I think it's 5% plus transaction fees because uh, I've, done, I've done a ton of research on this, Bubba. Bubba, come back and talk to me for a second. I, I looked. I saw that Exola's charging 5%. And, guys, just as a, as, as a quick note, and if you have questions about multiphasic currency, I'll answer them here in a second. Um, Exola is 
kind of like Scopely. They're two peas in a pod, all right? Like, Scopely's not a video game company, right? They're actually a marketing company. They buy video game companies and then market their games, right? So, Exola's kind of that, too. They're not actually a payment processor. Like, they kind of are, but not really. What they do is they've got, like, 15 other companies that do all the payment processing, and they just provide, like, a central clearinghouse for it. So yep. if, you, if you've noticed, uh, Exola takes things like PayPal and Visa Checkout and Chase Quick Pay and Amazon Pay and, uh, and Google Pay and Apple Pay. I mean, they, they take all of these things through one central platform. All right. Did anyone do the CVS pay? Oh, you betcha, Joker. I sure did. And a video will come out tomorrow showing you all the funny that happened when I went to... Actually, I didn't go to CVS. I went to Family Dollar. All right. <laughs> Isn't that going to be funnier? Uh, it was amazing. Okay. Oh, you're... <laughs> oh, absolutely, DJ. Absolutely, I did it. All right. Uh, I... You got it on video. I documented everything. We've, we're making the video. I've already laid out everything. Snake Eyes is working on it. It'll be out tomorrow. I went to Family Dollar to buy a Star Trek Fleet Command pack. All right? Uh, and it worked, by the way. It worked. Okay? So, uh, Exola is the collection of payment processors. So, Spock the Avenger, to your point, um... You said, let me see if I can go back and find it. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Big, I'm going to get to event store spending here in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. <clears throat> Spock says, I lost it. Here it is. Scopely makes 20% more by cutting the big platforms out. Only passed on 10%. So if you have the money and hate Scopely, buy from the platforms and screw them out of 20%. Okay, Spock. I get it. Like, I get it. Scopely is, I, you know what? I would even almost say 20%. I'll, I'll go with 20%, okay? Because Exola says 5%. As I mentioned before, I do expect that there's other fees there. I, I guarantee it, all right? Uh, I was going to guess probably 4%, maybe 35 to 4%, Bubba Joe. PayPal, for example, is 3%. Chase Quick yep. Pay, I think, is like 3.5%. So we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and we'll say 5%. So let's say now instead of uh, 30%, now it's 10%. All right, I'll, I'll give that. You say they're making 20% more. I'm going to use that assumption that <clears throat> it is 30% now to 10%. And Scopely only passed on 10%. How dare they? How dare they? I got to be honest with you, man. They passed on 10% and, and kept 10% after uh, creating the new store signing new contracts, deploying new technology, creating new bundles, and giving you more value. Now, I agree. Scopely is pretty well known for being a little bit greedy. I'm not going to argue that point. But, dude, so many, many companies out there don't pass on savings. They're looking for cost measuring, uh, cost measuring stuff. All You say yes, I mean it. How dare they? Ugh. I don't know. I, no, I, I actually fundamentally so, disagree with you. Many companies. So, hang on, Bubba. Many sure, companies sure. out there, all right, look for cost-saving measures all the time. Like, all the time. And, and I would imagine, I mean, I'm no business expert, but I'd be willing to bet more often than not that stuff doesn't get passed on to the customer. 
It doesn't get passed on to the customer. The fact that they that they're giving some of it back, I'm okay splitting the difference. Like I'm okay splitting the difference. They get 10%, I get 10%. They did the work. They're giving it to me. I didn't do anything. I didn't create the multi-phasic store. I didn't build the new bundles. I didn't I didn't have to write a new PC version. I mean, there's constant development with that stuff, and whether you agree with it or not, it's a fact. They paid and invested a lot of money into developing the PC client. Maybe this is what their end game was. Maybe their goal was to get away from Apple and Google. Who knows? I have no idea. Spock says, but as a company, that markup was already there. Well, sure. Sure, they're profitable and they're making money. The fact that they found a cost-saving measure and are sharing that <clears throat> is actually more generous than I honestly expected. Bubba, we had the conversation. Gregor did too. When, when we first learned about this, this Exola thing, we actually made bets, <laughs> Bubba. Actually, there were no bets mm -hmm. to be made. No one would take the bet, remember? Nobody would yep. take the bet that Scopely was going to discount packs because nobody counted on it. All right? Nobody counted on it. Azul says the 10% doesn't cost them anything. It's data. And see, that's, that's where I, I kind of, I get it, but that's like saying a service isn't worth anything. That's like saying your dentist's time is not worth anything. It, it is, okay? Their time, their engagement, their, their revenue. I mean, it's, it's all product. Whether it's digital or not, it is product. All right? So it, it does actually matter. And Scaly says, they're giving us half of what they're saving. Those bastards. How dare they try to win our hearts? It, it, it just comes down to, listen, if you want 10% more value, then use it. it. Even, Spock, even if you don't agree with them taking 10% more revenue for all the work that they've done with the PC client, which, by the way, is arguably way better than the mobile client anyway, and because of the PC client, we're now finally getting bug fixes that should have been in the game two years ago. All right? I mean, there's good things happening as a result of this PC client. Whether you want to really, like, agree with it or not, there's some good things happening. Extended Zoom never would have happened if it wasn't for the PC version. So look at it this way, Spock. If you want to, and, and I say this respectfully because, you know, I, I love you. We get along very well. If you do want to cut off your nose to spite your face, then buy in the mobile store because you're costing yourself 10%. All right. It, it's almost one of those things like, how much do I really want to punish them? Because by punishing them, you're punishing yourself. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? If you want the 10%, then you're going to have to give them the 10%. <laughs> you know you what know, I'm saying? If you really want to punish Scopely, just stop spending money on this game. Truth. There you go. Ding, ding, everybody. <laughs> All right. I like that. Bubba, you had a point to make a minute ago. Come on. Come on back. Right. So, so the, question, the question I would ask to anyone who is against this is what would have made you content, right? Do you think it should have been 20%? Do you, I mean, do you think it should have been a 50% boost or something outrageous like that? What is the percentage that you think should have happened? Now, the one thing that, that I think that Spock was talking about, and I have heard this argument a lot, is that people are making the case that the value you get for the $100 pack is not enough. It doesn't look like a PC game in terms of scale, which I think is a valid argument. Yes. And so, and so as a PC game, a $100 pack needs to get you 
a lot more than a Hunter up Hacken does in this game. That's a valid argument. Now, that is a completely separate argument, right? That is absolutely to do with the economy of the game, how much packs are, how much you get for the pack, how much your pack can go for. It's a completely different argument. But in terms of, so Scopely is making 20% more, how much would you have been happy with? So, I mean, do, do you expect that you should have gotten all 20%? I mean, is that is that the expectation? Or are are people just upset that there is not enough value in the packs themselves and that since this became a pc game the packs themselves should have dropped in price and you know that was never going to happen they were never going to have two completely separate economies where you can buy a station pack for twenty dollars on the pc and a hundred dollars in mobile like if you thought that was going to happen that was never ever ever going to happen Assuming they wanted to have crossplay, which was kind of the whole architecture that they put in motion, mm-hmm. um, but but that's the question, right? What what additional percentage would have made you happy? And that's that's the question because you can talk about value, you can talk about is it worth my, you know, twenty or fifty or a hundred dollars? Is it worth any of my? Is it worth any of that? But what you have to ask is what sort of percentage would have made you happy? In this, and and if the answer is something more than twenty percent, then you're just fooling yourselves because they were never going to give you more than they were making themselves. Well, and I've, I mean, I, honestly, I would also say, go ahead, Steve. I would Fair. also say they they did they didn't have to give us anything. They didn't have to say anything at all. If, uh, and at the end of the day, well, yeah, it was listen, a surprise Scop- that they gave us the extra. Scopely is motivated. They are motivated oh, sure, totally. to get people to to buy through Exola. All right. It makes them more money. So they're motivated to do that. So what were they going to do? Because, listen, a lot of us are still probably predominantly mobile playing. Okay? I mean, I know I am. I'm in front of my PC now here tonight, you know, doing this with you guys. But most of the time when I'm on the go or when I work or, you know, know, at the football field or whatever, yeah, I'm logging in. I'm swapping out miners. I'm doing this and that on my mobile phone. All right? This is a game that's got three years of mobile history behind it. Most all people have it on mobile. All right, the downloads to the PC version have been marginal at best. I think, I, I think there's been a couple hundred thousand downloads, which is not at all indicative of the entire population. All right, listen, give it a little bit of time. It's brand spanking new, but Scopely was motivated to encourage people to consider purchasing a different way. What were they going to do to do that? They were going to give you a bonus. All right. And money talks. We say that all the time. They were going to give you more to motivate you spending in a certain area. And by the way, just as I think it was nothing better showed a little bit above, it's up to you folks to determine where you want to spend and what gives you the best value. If Spock wants to buy on mobile because he doesn't want to give Scopely more margin, that's on him. If nothing better wants to buy through Google Play because they're giving him a 72-hour 15% cash back on Google Play purchases. Yeah, I would do that too. All right, because Scope is giving me 10% cash back. If Google Play is going to give me 15, guess where I'm buying? I'm going to buy whoever gives me the most. That said, take whatever you get, whatever you can get. Now, you're right, Savannah, you can shop for deals. All right, you can shop for deals. You know, I would argue that there's some people out there that would now spend more money because of this. And I got another story for you. The biggest player on my server 
was reluctant to even try this. So I kind of walked him through it, and now he's playing more and buying more packs than he has been the last month. It is kind of crazy. I've seen a lot of spending uh, almost entirely from PC on my in my alliance as well. Uh, Monkey says it's like a Starbucks rewards program. Nothing better says it's like frequent flyer miles. Guys, there are a gazillion programs out there that are just like this. I said in the video, it's like going to your local gas station, right? Sheets has this thing. Buy five copies and get one free. All right. Except like we joked in the video, Bubba, it's not limited to what you buy. It's not buy five copies, get one free. It's buy five copies and get a gift card. All right. Or in what Scopely's case is doing is buy 10 packs, get one free. That's what it is, folks. And even more than that, it's build your own pack. Okay. Buy $100 10 times. So, I mean, and obviously I know it sounds like a lot of money. I wouldn't do it either. But $1,000. You spend $1,000. Okay. You're going to get 15,000 multiphasic credits, which is enough to duplicate a $100 pack. Okay. I mean, there it is. Buy 10, get one free. And you know what? The fact that there's any give back at all, I'm pleased with. Because let's face it, anybody who's spending in this game is spending anyway. Why not get a little something for it? Spock says that he wants to not pass that margin back along to Scopely. That's fine. But are you spending anyway? Listen, if you're a complete true free-to-play, doesn't matter. It wasn't for you. So you... <laughs> And unless you're actually going to swipe a credit card, then the multiphasic store doesn't doesn't have anything to do with you. Okay? Joker says I'm a complete true free-to-play reporting in. Then the multiphasic store will never help you, Joker. Not unless you actually purchase a pack. All right? Bottom line. They're saving money. They're splitting the difference. And that's more generous than I would have expected. <clears throat> Last topic for tonight, because we got to wrap it up. We've been on, oh, my God, almost three hours. Snake eyes. God, I'm so sorry, man. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, ten minutes. What should you spend your event store loot on? I'm going to be real quick with mine. I'm just going to go around the panel. All right. Raise your hand if you've got any uh, any opinions to offer. Bubba, I'll start with you. Big, I'll come to you next. Stevens, Aaron Karkin. Handy, Bull, Super Jesse, and Arrow will wrap up our panel. Just 15 seconds. What are you spending? Hey, 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 I'm right here. How did I miss you? Sorry, Mark. You're like at the top of the list, too. What the hell? Jeez. Like at the very top one. You're like right underneath my name. What, okay. What, what am I, chopped liver? I, I don't know why I didn't see that. It's That's weird. All right. I must have stroked out. Uh, here's here, We're going to go around the panel. Going to well, go around the panel. Um, I'll forgive you this time. Just a few seconds for each of you. What do you or what did you spend and what are you recommending spend on? I'll go first. I took, um, I finished unlocking Troy, and I took Beverly to Tier 4 today. That's what I did. I think that Beverly is massively important. I took her to Tier 4. Uh, Captain Mark, you're up next. I um, unlocked everybody that I didn't get through with the rest of the arcs. <laughs> I got um, uh, Picard. I unlocked uh, Troy. I unlocked Data. And today I just unlocked uh, Jordy. Very nice. Okay, so you basically capped off the epics that you weren't able to finish. That's exactly the, okay. 
Bubba Joe, how are you spending your loot? We know that you're saving about a half a million for Wesley Crusher. I still wish you wouldn't. But what else are you doing? I have I have invested heavily in both crushers. I've got both of them within <laughs> five shards. I've got both of them within five shards of uh, max tier, so that when I get uh, my uh, chest, my TNG recruit chest tomorrow, I can then either hopefully finish them off with that, and then have a little bit of loot left over, or finish them off with loot. All right, Gribster shows a picture and says, "What's my move here?" He's got 51 Jordy, 66 Picard, 56 Riker, and 41 Troy. Oh, boy, Grib. Um, gosh, I would say scrap them all and do Beverly, but Beverly's no good without one of them. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, what do you think, Bubba? If you're looking at that, I'd say well on the assumption on the assumption that he can't get Riker Picard, which he probably can't Riker. Um, I think Ooh. I actually would go LaForge. Jordy. Yeah, Jordy loot bonus. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking about yep. that loot bonus. Uh, not only loot bonus, but then if you've got Beverly, Beverly's going to give you synergy to that loot bonus. Uh, yeah, if you've got enough loot, I think I would probably try to shoot for getting Jordy unlocked because Jordy's going to get you a loot bonus and he's going to give Beverly some use. Okay, I think. That might be, I think, that's where what I'm thinking there. Gosh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Uh, Big Country, what have you spent your loot on, and what do you recommend to other players? Uh, I was going to say the same thing with, uh, you know, with uh, Gibster, with Jordy, uh, for the loot bonus. So that's impressive being able to lock all the uh, epic officers. So that's that man. That's a great arc for uh, for. Uh, whoever who mark. was it that just that was mark that? captain mark mark that. yeah, yeah. Man, that's that's amazing so uh i uh i might have Beverly. been just one away from each it might not be that amazing he might have been like one <laughs> one 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 wow. well no but i, I mean still being able like, being able to do that over the course of the whole season yeah. is what big is saying if you're gonna walk out of yeah. here with all the epics unlocked then you've done well this season i mean that never well, happens you get, just the crushers right did you get tasha <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I, I bought her though, but yes. All right, big country. Um, I max Beverly. I, I max Beverly. Unlocked Troy, and as always, I uh, took the opportunity and picked up some blue goo. Mycelium, mycelium. Yes. All right, Stevens, Aaron. What are you doing at Ops Thirty Nine with your event store loot? He's changing tires. Karkin. Uh, let's come to, let's come to you, uh, Karkin at Ops 32. What are you doing with your I loot? I had, I had won all the officers in the auctions, so I was pretty free to look at other stuff. So the first thing I bought was the rainbow glitter gun. Oh, and, the, uh, uh, the, the skin, the uh, projectile. 20%, uh, yeah, piercing bonus. Then I picked up two tiers of Beverly and then half of, uh, Meridian. Half of the Meridian ship or the skin? New, half of a second ship. Okay. All right. I actually like that idea. Uh, Mr. Big says the Meridian skin. Does it make sense? Mr. Big, that is a personal question because yes to a I lot of people. I remorse for that. Don't, don't do, do you it. really? Do it. it obligates you to, well, maybe because my lower ops unlocked to a lower um, Meridian. I couldn't build it up to a higher, like mine only goes at like 500,000. It's decent, but a second one would be better. But it's not 
giving me the overbalance to be able to spend what those refits are costing. So I haven't been able to utilize them as effectively until I level. And uh, that's sense. giving me pause for the... Because of the warp parts. That makes sense. Yeah. Once you once you do get that up there, you won't have to get the skin then. It's just, you'll have it. It'll be ready to go. You know, I you, nothing better says the skin's worth it only if you own three Meridians. I, I would argue that. I, I do think, I actually, I don't know about three. Two, I would argue for, though, nothing better. I think one... Two solidly leveled, yeah. Yeah, two two decent use ones. I think one is too much. Okay. It depends on how much you mine. Yes, but but with that ship, it's how much you mine actively. You know, yeah. it, it's a little bit easier Which when you got two more, meridians. Yeah, that's what I was going to Now, Drift, you know what? It, it's tough. It, that's a real, like I said, Mr. Big, that's a very personal question. Look at Drift, says, I've only got one meridian. I love the skin. I love my skin as well. I do the four chest refines every single day. All right. So I think that it that it definitely benefits my gameplay. But I'm mining more because of it. So you gotta make sure that you've got the I guess, you know, if that's your thing. If that's your stick. All right. Well go it's all about it. options, right? Like if you at least exactly. if you at least have the option, now you have a choice. If you don't have it at all, you just don't even have the choice. That's true. That's true, so, but would you prioritize that over Beverly? No. I, I don't know. So, DJ, do you know if they fixed the skin? What was wrong with the skin? Yeah, what was wrong with it? I mean, visually, the fact that it's just a one nope. white big cloud bubble? Not visual. No. <laughs> the skin works without the ship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know if that they you... touched that, but... If you get the skin, you can get the extra refines without having to have the ship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But obviously not doing you any damn good because the extra refine is so expensive. It requires Yeah, that would do you no good whatsoever. It requires But doesn't that do that for the other skin? Because all the skins just activate anyway, no matter whether you got the ship whether you got it on the ship or not. Are you sure all of them? Not all of them, because some of them depend on the ship. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But but ones that activate certain buffs for yeah, overall, they're active at once they're they're, they're active as soon as you get it. All, yeah. all of the other all of the other skins to, to use, you need the ship because they're enhancing mining speed or damage or well, yeah, so uh, those ability ones, yeah. of the ship. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but but, but some yeah. of them are not ship specific. They're, they're just generic. Yeah, but what he's saying is, you still got to have a ship to unlock it. And then this one, if you just yeah, unlock sure, yeah. the skin, then you don't even have to actually technically own a Meridian, which is, I guess, true. But but again, I argue you couldn't do you couldn't take advantage of the fourth refine bubble without the Meridian. It's too expensive, so you have to have the Meridian to do it. Um. Anyway, um. So let's see, Karkin, what did you? So you did the projectile, the twenty percent piercing, which, by the way, I did look at. It was either so it was either that or tier four Beverly. And um, and I decided on Tier 4 Beverly as compared to a Tier 2 Beverly. So I, I decided I wanted Tier 4 Beverly instead of the projectile. I That projectile is not a bad one to consider, guys. 20% to piercing doesn't sound like a lot, but in a game where mitigation and piercing is literally everything when it comes to battle, every little bit helps. Um, if you had excess loot... I may suggest you at least consider that because piercing is always 
is always good. Okay, I like that. Handy from Server 34, uh, what did you spend your loot on? What do you recommend? Um, I unlocked all the officers from the entire arc if I didn't already have them unlocked. And then once I did that, I leveled up Bev. Um, and then for players, I recommended they do the same and also get the Meridian skin okay. for all the reasons previously stated. There you go. Sounds like there's a common theme here, folks, which is officers. Captain Bull, uh, you are of sound mind and genius strategist in the game. What did you spend your loot on? I am skipping data, data rather, per your suggestion, since he's sourced another way. I'm going to unlock Troy, unlock Jordy. Uh, I took Bev to T3, and I think I'll either get her to T4 or I'll promote Riker. Uh, depending on how it all shakes out at the end of the final chess. Okay, that's an interesting, uh, interesting move. Promoting Riker, which would get you an extra fifty percent damage against Federation targets. Just because I'm close, and I'm grinding on Feds a lot now. Well, and you know, let's not forget his statistical importance. He's got decent stats. He's yeah, he's, he's got statistical importance, and he's got a couple of good traits. So that extra tier could get him better stats to help him in his away teams if he's looking at assignments that require uh, Riker. He mentions, uh, quoting me on skipping data, I will have you know I did the same, all right? I did not finish unlocking data. However, I am going to very quickly point out, uh, as I believe, oh, daggone it, who was it? Monkey sent me the PM, and I, I didn't get a chance to read it yet. Uh, there is something to be said about the TNG recruit tokens that you're getting because, obviously, we're all spending on officers in the store, right? So any shards you can get from the TNG recruit tokens, which I think they're giving out like four or five per chest, that's actually helping. I did get a handful, not many, probably five or six data shards. I got couple of Riker shards probably saved myself I probably saved myself 30 to 40,000 loot with those TNG recruit chests all right so don't write those off every one that you get is a le is less loot you got to spend in the store they were pretty valuable for a lot of you guys to get to the next level Captain Bull for example waiting to see how this is going to pan out you uh, are looking at away team's lab right now which is currently running it ends in less than 24 hours and uh, it is 25 alliances deep and giving out TNG recruit chests. All right. So I, I did spend all my loot today. <laughs> It'd suck if I, you know, got 20 Beverly shards in my chest tomorrow. But nonetheless, you know, it's still fine. But, but anyway, do be aware of those. Those are kind of valuable. And there is still a, an event that is giving that out. Is Jordy better than Data, says Joker. Right now, I'm going to say yes, okay? Tabby Moses says, I love data. I agree. I think I'm going to. I don't have him unlocked yet, but I see a lot of mathematical promise in him. Um, Captain Planet says, TNG recruit tokens are worthless. Three shards per token. I don't know if I'd call them worthless or not. Those three shards are equal to thousands of loot. I mean, literally thousands of loot that you're not having to spend. So, you know, it's all, it's all pieces of that same pie. Um, that said, Jordy versus Data. I think right now I would go with Jordy because of the loot bonus. Jordy has uses beyond just Armadas. 
uh, or beyond just anti-faction. His captain's maneuver makes him valuable anywhere. So I think I would go with Jordy now, right now, over him because of because of loot. Jesse, we're running out of time. We got to wrap this thing up. Jesse, uh, what do you got? Event store loot and how you spent it. Are you still with us? Super Jesse. He's gone. Arrow, you get the final word. Uh-oh, did I break something? I don't hear Arrow either. He's talking. He's trying He's trying to talk. Yeah. Give him a sec. He's come left and he'll come back. Um, Let's see. Sanzo says, is Picard Beverly as good as Pike, Mon- uh, Pike Moreau? You know what? I think it depends on the level of your Beverly. All right? I would say no. But I've also been running a Tier 1 Beverly. Today, I took her to Tier 4. So tomorrow, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. If you're needing to level your ship, use Pike Road. If your ship is solid and it's leveled out, use Picard. Well, yeah, because Pike is going to get you the XP. Beverly, use Picard. If you don't have the stats to support it, use Moreau, who is a base. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, Beverly has her uses. Can she be good? Can she be better? I think there's scenarios for that, especially because if you're using Beverly, then you got Picard, and he's got an officer ability that's good as well, increasing your crit damage. So I think that there's a couple of, you know, there's a couple of unique scenarios for both of them. However, uh, you know, like I said, I've been using but, Beverly at Tier 1. Tomorrow I get a user at Tier 4, and, and I'll let you know. If you're trying to use her on a ship that doesn't have the lower deck to support her defense, then Moreau uh, is definitely going to beat her out. Percentage wise. Oh, absolutely. But if you, you have a stack. solid tiered ship that has, you know. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You got a stack for Beverly, all right? She yeah. uses defense. I use her on my Enterprise slot where I'm using Marcus, you know, <laughs> and TOS Kirk. So they're stacked for defense anyway. So if I'm using Beverly, I'm putting her in that slot where I've got 40,000 attack, uh, 40,000 defense. Arrow, very quickly, you get the final word. Quickly, buddy, what do you got? Nope, we don't have Arrow. Sorry, pal. Sorry, we don't have you. All right, um, there you go. And I think, folks, what you're hearing uh, very loud, very plainly, and very clearly is that loot is the way uh, – loot. Officer shards are the way to go here, okay? Officer shards are what everybody is spending in their event store. For the most part, you got a couple of side projects, a couple of Meridian skins. You got a couple of projectiles here and there. But everybody – whether they got a projectile, whether they got a skin, whether they got, you know, anything else, they all started with officers. Folks, that is your focus, 100%. Officers are forever. That should be your focus. Now, uh, for those of you who are asking about ships, Jess says I spent on ships. There's one reason that I fundamentally dislike that, which is A, the cost in event store loot is magnificent, 21000 for an epic BP. But secondly, those things are sourced so many other ways. Officers are, are sourced You're so terribly. Teams. Officers are sourced so terribly in this game that it's really, really difficult to justify not grabbing them now, you know, um, versus faction credits for BPs, the new away team store, the Borg store, Armada chess. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Armada well, chess, all except, this other stuff. Except for specialty ships, but like things like if you're needing a jet, um, like the Stella or the Vidar. True. You know, thank you. Half. Those are probably the only ones that I would get from the. Absolutely, I stand corrected. Am I, 
There you go. Am I here now? Hey, Arrow, you're back. Uh, a couple of seconds. Goodness. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So I still have all my event store loot, actually. Um, I'm just going to be short of tier fiving Beverly. So I think I'm going to tier four her. And then um, I'll have like 330K left over. That's I'm enough to get that projectile. At, well, it's that's 150, I think. Um, well, I have 225. The, uh, I think there's more the than that. Isn't it 70? I, it's I have, 70. I have the refractive. I have the refractive. Oh, see, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste money time. on the damage one. I don't but think I. You I'd... know what? What else am I gonna do? Because, I mean, officers is my number one, but it, I kind of already have all the officers I want. Jump juice. Jump juice. So I'm thinking independent. Yeah, jump juice. I'm thinking also. So I kind of got to yeah, figure it out. But independent credits. Independent credits. Five hundred. That's, that's what I was thinking. I actually can do five thousand independent credits, the positronic phaser, and Beverly tier four. Okay. But I think the most important thing, like if I could do tier five Beverly, I'd probably do that. But I'm a, like fifty k loot short. Um, and ching, PJ, ching. I know you want to go. Ching, I gotta ching. go back. Swipe, swipe. Just one second, because <laughs> I was trying to say this earlier, and now I know why. You like just kept cutting me off as you couldn't hear me. Oh yeah, what you got? <laughs> um, Ninety is actually twenty eight point five seven percent more than seventy. It's it's not twenty percent more. That's a pet peeve of mine. It's not twenty percent more. It's almost thirty percent more. Wait, what? Ninety is twenty eight point five seven percent more than seventy. It's it's not twenty percent more. What are we talking about? Oh, Scopely would make seventy dollars on a pack if you buy it from Google and ninety through the PC version. They're they're making thirty percent more, not twenty percent more. Oh, okay. Sorry, I tried to He's say that earlier. I mean, my my, my mind is kind of <laughs> flipping blown right now. I don't I don't know what you're saying, uh, He's but okay. Percentage <laughs> overall. Well, okay, but that's fine if they're making. If they're taking thirty, uh, if they're making seventy versus making ninety, and then they're giving me ten, I call that a splitting of the difference. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking at it yeah, dollars yeah. on the table. So if if they make seventy and now they're making ninety and they're offering me a check back for ten, I kind of you know that's that's where I look at. It. I call it a splitting of the difference. Maybe I you know maybe yeah I I do see what you're saying based on the you know the the mathematical variant like from the from the base you're considering 70 percent the base so if they're making 90 then they're making 20 divided by 70 is what you're saying right that's exactly they're making 20 dollars more than 70 is not 20 percent more than 70 it's almost 30 percent more gotcha so so i guess by someone saying that they're giving us well then they're not giving us 10 percent more than either then are they they're giving but us, they're giving you 10 percent more than of a than a pack so they'd still be giving you 10 percent more 10 percent more but it's still costing them ten dollars and they're giving me ten dollars there it doesn't cost them anything but yeah but yeah yeah i know but i mean it it does from from a perspective of their cost their their well, expenses Either talk to percentages or talk dollar amount. Yeah, I'd like. I'd rather just talk to the yeah. dollars. <laughs> that's so what it is. I, I'm sorry. I know you were past it. It's just like as a <clears throat> math guy, it's that's kind of a pet peeve. Right <laughs> you fair. You know what? There's there's things. I get it. There's things uh, that that drive me crazy that that not all people understand. I get what you're saying. I would I would not have looked at it that way. And I appreciate the correction. Thank you very very much, Arrow. Okay, everybody. Cool. Um, we have gone too long. Let's give away some trade XP. <laughs> 
All right, time to give away 5,000 trait XP here tonight. Uh, do we... God, man, if we play a game... If we play a game, Snake Eye's going to kill me. Let's do it very quickly. Contest <clears throat> and pick. Who's it going to be? Congratulations. Hey, Lord Neelix. Lord Neelix, congratulations, man. Looky there, Lord Neelix, an absolute true free-to-play. We were talking to him here in the chat a little bit ago. Congratulations to you, buddy. The bot is feeling you here tonight. Lord Neelix, come on up to the stage. We're going to play a very quick game of... Um, what do I have? I don't even know what game I've got. I've got Blurt. I can do Blurt. I can also do Fake News or Florida. I got one of those. And I guess I could do uh, I could do Steakhouse or Gay Bar, too. I got one of those. We haven't done one of those in a really, really long time. I got Steakhouse or Gay Bar. Ooh, there's a strip club or daycare I've got that we haven't done in a while. Lord Neelix, are you on our stage? I don't see you yet, pal. Oh. What's up? Lord Neelix, are you? Oh, there you are. Lord Neelix, welcome to the stage. How are you this evening? Welcome to the stage of Talking Trek. How are you, my friend? Lord Neelix, you're on mute, pal. And I click on that little mute button so you can unmute yourself. Come up and play a game to win a prize. All right. <laughs> Neelix, what's happening? You gotta press the button. <laughs> Dekix, there, Dekix, go. there we go. Dekix okay, says, just, there you go. We got you. Hey, Dekix says we just need to give him the loot. We could do that. Neelix, I tell you what, we're we're gonna play <laughs> we're gonna play a quick game. All right, what do you want to play? I'll let you pick. I got fake news in Florida. I got blurt. I got steakhouse or gay bar or. Uh, strip club or daycare? You get a pick. Strip club or daycare? Strip club or daycare? Let's do it. Strip club or daycare? I'm going to read you the name of a business. You just tell me if you think it's a strip club or a daycare. I've got five of them. I'm only going to make you get three right. You get three right. You win. 5,000 trade XP. We're not going to scale it. It's not 1,000 per answer. It's an all or nothing. All right. Three, three questions get you. 5,000 trade XP. Here we go. First one, strip club or daycare? Kate's. Kate's in Evanston, Wyoming. Strip club or daycare, Neelix? Strip club. That's correct. <laughs> He's like, been there? Know that one. How about Lollipop Lane in Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama? Lollipop Lane, strip club or daycare? Daycare. That is a daycare. You're correct. That's two. How about the Berry Patch? In Flemington, New Jersey, strip club or dairy, uh, daycare, the Berry Patch. Daycare. That's a daycare, and he's correct. That means he's a winner, three for three. I know that one. <laughs> you know the Berry Patch? Now, wait a I've second. There. It's a daycare. So how would you know that? You're like, listen, listen. I go past it. <laughs> us grown men were like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that strip, strip club. club down the road. I've heard of that strip club. Absolutely. Uh, we don't often it's say, the yeah. the daycare that takes care of the strip club member. <laughs> That's right. We don't normally say that we that we know of the daycare. It's usually the strip club yeah, that I, we know of. I, I had to drive past it. It was not, not pleasant. <laughs> it's a little bit run down, a little bit, little bit worrisome. That, you know, like, I don't know if I put yeah. my kids in there, you know. Little, oh no! Yeah, <laughs> Neelix, a little ghetto. Neelix, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Uh, send me a PM with your.
player ID. We're going to hook you up with 5,000 straight XP, which, hey, you know what? It's it's a little about, it's about a week's worth, a little under, but hey, maybe give you a 5,000 jump boost on that next assignment that you're working on. Thank you for being a loyal listener and a gold patron, Neelix. Thank you so very much. Guys, I want to thank my panel tonight. Thank you, Mark, Bubba, Neelix. Appreciate you being on our stage to play. Handy, Karkin, Bull, Stevens, Aaron, Jesse, Arrow, and Big Country, who's now out watching football. Thank you guys so much uh, for being here on the stage and sharing your perspective and having a spirited conversation tonight on our late Sunday show. Also, would like to invite you guys all to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find a link to our YouTube channel. And uh, there you're going to want to subscribe and click on that bell so that you know when we post content. Like tomorrow, we are posting a video for you on Ultimate DJ's trip to the local family dollar to buy dilithium. (laughs) That was fantastic. And it worked. All right, the video is coming tomorrow, so make sure you're registered or you're subscribed to our YouTube on that. Also, uh, visit our website to find links to our merch store, okay? You've listened to the show. Get you some merch. All right, go buy a t-shirt, buy a hoodie. starting to get cold outside. You need a talking Trek hoodie, all right? Also, while you're on the website, consider joining our patron program. That's where players here on our Discord. That's why their names are yellow. That means they support this show at the financial contribution of $5 or more per month. And there's a whole bunch of you. And I want to say thank you to each and every single one of you right now. Get your name in gold like these guys. How about Gregor, Sky, Vankman, and I Beglum, Big Country, JC, Hank, Chuck, Grunt, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, Ahab, Fukum, Thorne, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gur, Red 2, and Honey Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moser, Regis Lady, Cass, Engineering, Free Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, Morpheus, Cam, Coulter, Jetski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Raxnar, Striker, Be Ready, Jerry, Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Fu, Callus, King 101, Commander Taylor, Demodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Breaks, Spock, The Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Cren, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, Looter, <laughs> DJ's Ripper, and there's so many names, Ripper goes 24 hours, Conair, Iris, Jack, Y-Man, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, The Egger, Never Clutch, Storm, Harsh's Procedure, Luggis, Sub Commander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Jason, Velvet, Thunder, Right Turn, Clyde, Your Mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Luke, Chacha Baba, A Fox, Midhead, Bills Mafia, E Rock, The Clueless One, Warriors, and Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, John, Lonely Wolf, Susan Gopher, and Counselor Q. Thank you for donating $5 or more per month to Talking Trek Live. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person, Sam Meow. For now, love you, meet it. See you on the next one. Love you, baby. Meow. Meow.